Talking Wood podcast. <laughs> uh, hi, everybody. Good evening. Welcome. Welcome into the show. How y'all doing? My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host, and this is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast here on a Sunday evening, a cold, brisk Sunday evening. Welcome into the show. I want to see who's hanging out with us here today and hit a Talking Trek server sound off. Welcome in. Truck and check your first tonight. Server 26, a load data systems on 27. Vegabond on 10. Maztec 32. Jace on 42. Hey, Jerry Ryan on 146. Savannah on server 8. Appreciate you being here. Haven. Oh, my God. Hello, Haven. Welcome back. Welcome to the show. Server 27 says hello. Lotta Hula 158. NC says, hey, what's up on server 9? Uh, Beat for the gods on server 17. Crazy Bob on 141. Thank you, Earl Gray on 27. Big M on 33. Omicron 16. Swab on 22. Lord Farquaad, server 147. What's up? Thomas on 40. Zula joining us from server 25. Appreciate you being here. Zakara 136. No straw ball. Server 30. Caramel Thunder on server 8. Appreciate it. Or Dio also on server 8. Appreciate it. Hey, Bernard. What's up? Server 28. Dirty Bird Bill says, yo, yo, representing the flagship server. That is server 15. Chronic Break on 18. Lieutenant Razzik on 15. Hello. Good evening to you. Herc on 25. Tony Rome says, hello, from European 131. Appreciate you being here. Hey, what's up, Karkin on 15. The Pops on server 37. Vita's on 131. Appreciate you being here. Welcome. Vespa Man, European 147. Deuces Wild on server 17. Uh, Lord Grumpy, server 36. Appreciate it. ALD. A, 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 a deal. <laughs> that messed me up for a second. Hey, A deal, 195. Wolf Cloud on server 33, Hudson 146. <laughs> Boaz says the Remus server. That's server 14. Remus server says wet wood is not always a bad thing. It is when you're trying to burn it for heat. <laughs> Medieval Knight on 13. Appreciate you being here. Hey, Johnny B. Good on server 11. Appreciate it. I'm with Crazy. Says server 13. Where row is made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> Sounds like there's a story behind that one. Hydro, welcome. Server 32. Sotak on server 28. So uh, Sub on 135. Welcome. Patriot St. Nick on 18. Blokemon on 134. You're making me laugh, man. Hey, Ray Finkels. Server 23. Blue Mandalorian on 8. Stony Dude uh, on server 10. And 80 additional messages. You guys rock my socks off. Thank you so much. Hey, what's up, JB? Good evening. Welcome. Battle Droid housekeeping death dealer fire force and so many more goodness you guys i i can't even keep up now there's 83 new messages blue mandalorian i'm i'm, I'm somewhat jealous of the of the f- picture you post right there it's of a nice warm crackling very well burning fire <laughs> as we were discussing right before the show I, I have been struggling with my heat this year. I, I've been struggling. Listen, I, I, this is the second year, the second winter that I have owned this home. And as I was telling some of the guys in Fluffer Time, uh, it's heated. Uh, listen, it's got a backup electric heat pump. But, I mean, that's really expensive. All right? I got a lot of square feet, and it's, and it's a large property. So that's really, really expensive, you know, electric heat. And I was trying uh, – but the house is also wired with a, a wood boiler system. So I've been trying to burn wood. Last year went great. Last year went absolutely phenomenal uh, because I had good wood. It was already put up. As a matter of fact, when I bought the house, the guy already had – the guy already had the woodshed completely loaded. Like, I, I didn't have to do anything last winter. I just had to throw wood in the fire, and it was done. This year, I had to go get my own wood. Well, 
Ultimate DJs is a little bit like that that fat squirrel. What is that? Your mics are potted up, guys. What is that story? Uh, I know that there's one about a rabbit, right? Isn't there a Scrat. rabbit? Is it Scrat? No, Scrat. See, Scrat is always trying to trying to get the nut. Like he's, he's trying to get his his nut. Yeah, he's working. He's always trying to get that acorn. But uh, no, there was another story, I think, like with like a bunch of squirrels. And then there was like that one squirrel who didn't put up all of his acorns for the summer and spring. He just wanted to relax. Are you talking about the Aesop fable? Maybe. Help me, Haven. I, I can't remember the, the, I can't remember the dang the old story. Hopper. Is it the grasshopper? Let's see hell. I don't know. There's so many stories. I, it depends on... Depends on where you lived as to which animals are assigned to the roles. But <laughs> there was one animal that was diligent and worked all summer for the winter, and another animal who played all summer. And That's right. Then that was me. Uh, I was the one that played yeah. this summer. Ant in the grasshopper <laughs> is what Steven Zaren is saying. Some people know it. It's just different animals based on region, basically. Yeah, that was me. I played over the summer. And and that's, I mean, you know, not exactly that way. I just didn't work hard enough. I did not realize how daggone much firewood that that the last guy that I bought the house from, I didn't realize how much firewood he actually left me. You know what I'm saying? Like that, it was a, it was a lot of firewood. So I, you know, I burned all through it last year, thinking, "Oh, this this thing will be bad. This won't be a big deal." It was a lot of firewood. So anyway, that's what we've been what we've been chatting about, kind of just playing around in the chat. Good evening. I'd like to welcome everybody into the show. Uh, we're missing a couple of people tonight. Gregor's going to be here joining us shortly. Big Country, I actually thought would be here because the Steelers game doesn't start for like another hour and a half. So I actually thought that he was going to be here. Hey, what's up, the Bear? Welcome. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you being here. Um, so, yeah, I, I, we're missing a couple of people here, but nonetheless, I, I appreciate all you guys being here. We are going to get into talking about some stuff. We've done some extra... Uh, we've done some extra testing with Frank Leslie that we're going to tell you about tonight. Uh, listen, I'm not going to back off my statement that he's super, super valuable, but we've done a lot of testing uh, on how you can effectively use him and when you know that he's actually giving you a benefit and uh, and, and how it's going to be different for a lot of people. You know, some people are saying that they're going and hitting the heavy traders. Well, that's for some people. Some people already have capabilities kind of at that level of Leslie or beyond. So we're going to talk about that coming up here in a little bit plus i do have a nice super secret special hint for you here tonight regarding the january arc but before we do haven it's been a minute since you were here by the way have you had a wonderful holiday and new year i know it's been a little while since you were here uh you doing well welcome back Thank you. Yes, it was a great, uh, better than I expected holiday, actually. Good, good. Really glad to hear that. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, celebrating with us here tonight, celebrating with us here tonight is Vitamin THC. Yes, indeed. Uh, good evening to you, Vita. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the good show. Good evening. How are you? Are you doing well tonight here, Vita Vita? It is. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. God, that's so loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just so, you know, I don't know why I'm surprised by this. You are significantly louder than everybody else on mic. Uh, we'll have to take care of that in post-prod. But uh, good evening. Welcome, Vita. Appreciate you being here. You are celebrating your, if I'm not mistaken, uh, your 73rd birthday with us here tonight. Is that correct? Happy birthday to you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> make that 44. 44. <laughs> 44 is the number. Uh, happy birthday to you, Vita. Vita is the infamous Vita, uh, the former moderator and uh, otherwise party crasher. 
and uh, and and does love uh, a good puzzle. Uh, he is the frequent advocate for clean coding, and uh, it's his. Uh, and he is also the owner and creator of Vita's Bot. Vita's bot, and uh, he is celebrating his birthday here today, so happy birthday to you. As a matter of fact, I, I want to go ahead, we'll start this. I'm going to touch on it a couple of times throughout the show. Some of you guys may remember, before Christmas, Vita, um, we made a discovery, all right, and I'm going to tease you a little bit here, too, all right? Sobex says it's my wife's birthday today, too. Well, happy birthday to your wife, Sobex. I, we found out something uh, from Vita right before Christmas. It was probably a week or two before Christmas. Now, um, this is on the recorded podcast. As a matter of fact, Vita, when we discovered this, it, it the whole chat room, this was off the air, the whole chat room erupted into a wild laughter because we finally discovered why you have so many problems. Now, in all fairness, in all fairness, you are correct in some aspects where the game as far as coding and architecture and stuff like that, it could be cleaned up a little bit. Sure. I don't, I'm not going to disagree. I don't think anybody could disagree. Can anybody honestly say that as far as the game's actual coding mechanics, they couldn't use a little bit of tuning up, right? I think so. All right. And Vita has been saying that for the last two years. Two years Vita has been, has been on this campaign about his device, his device and, and how he literally, and folks, by the way, I witnessed this on stream, okay? Because he decided to stream for us one night late. He cannot get through five minutes. Mark my words. Vita, can you, at, at any point doing any task in this game, can you make it more than five to seven minutes without a client crash? At any yes. time. Once in a, tell, me, tell me about when that happens. Yes, uh, as long as I stay out of busy systems or systems with much activity, uh, actually just system view itself, as long as I stay <laughs> out of that, I can do anything for hours. I can even leave uh, leave my client. Uh, but hold on. Listen, guys. Showing the station view. Uh, oh, that's right. Go to sleep, wake up, and still have that screen Fine. on. Fine. That's and the key. The didn't crash. Hold on. That's the key. He cannot go to system view, which, by the way, all right. You don't necessarily, I mean, you need, you need system view, right? The system view is where you see the game. That's where you see the hostels and the base and, you know, your teammates or whatever. That's, that's the thing. System view is where you do everything. Okay. The only other view that is, that is that usable is galaxy view. When you're navigating the, you know, the, your charts and you're flying all over the place. Station view does nothing, nothing. Okay, nothing. So we we begin this intense, this intense investigation of Vita's device. And that in, ladies and gentlemen, lies in what I am going to do for our beloved Vita here today. Now, guys, I don't normally do this. I don't, and, and feel free to participate or not, okay? It's not a big deal if you don't want to. This is fun. This is Vita's birthday, and I even said I was going to do this at Christmas. Vita is playing with an iPad Air 4.1 with one gig of memory that was released, and you can Google it, was released in 2012, all right? No, the Omicron says 1985. No, legitimate 2012, the device is nine years old, has no memory, 
which is <laughs> it's it's old. Listen, in device years, it's like 150. Okay, so Vita now it becomes a little bit more obvious. Now here's here's the thing. Hang on. Here's the thing. Vita is right in one core argument. We are going to get to the news in a second. Okay, I promise. Here, Vita is right in one core argument, which is if the device is supported, then it should run decently. All right. I don't disagree with him on that. If I look at a piece of software and the box says that it's capable of running on Windows XP, then I would expect decent performance on Windows XP. All right. Vita, his device is actually supported still by Apple and it is supported still by Star Trek Fleet Command. And and here's here's the thing. Star Trek Fleet Command is not supported on all devices. All right. I actually found an Apple device, an old Apple Touch that one of my kids used. I was going to use it as a second account device. By golly, the app is not supported. This app is not supported on that device, yet Vita's device from 2012 is supported. So should it function? The answer is yes, it should. All right. But since Vita is having an issue with his device, and, and we discovered, and by the way, we cackled. We cackled at this when Vita finally admits to us that he is using a device that's nine years old. Then I decided that I was going to do something nice for Vita because Vita is an outstanding member of our support team. He uh, he works on a lot of the technical stuff in the background, and he writes Vita's bot. He controls and codes Vita's bot, which, as you know, we use for games on this show. We use it for distribution of Talking Trek news. And even after he wrote it for us, then other content creators were able to use it. Other discords are able to follow it. So um, Vita has done something very, very good for the community in that he has written a piece of technology that is crazy uh, used. I mean, it's very widely used. So I decided uh, shortly before Christmas that we would um, that we would do something for Vita. Yes, you're right. Technically, Tony Rome, it functions. It it does function <laughs> most of the time. As a matter of fact, Vita came to me the other day and said, "Hey, has the bot been working the last couple episodes?" And yes, it has. It's been working. All right. So here's what we're going to do for Vita today. All right, what we're going to do for Vita today is I'm going to throw up, all right, I'm going to throw up our PayPal link. Today, today is Vita's birthday, folks. Today is vitamin THC. Today's his birthday. And so what I uh, was thinking about possibly doing for him today is, uh, is doing a little bit of something if the community wanted to give back. We want to try to get him into a decent newer device. Listen, I'm not talking about a new iPhone 15 Plus X2 QR squared, okay? It's not what I'm talking about. But what I am talking about, what I am talking about is getting him into something where he can actually play the game for more than five minutes. And, uh, and we want to celebrate Vita's uh, birthday today. Happy birthday, Vita. You guys are, feel free to sing along here. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Vita. Yes, happy birthday. Happy birthday in a warm It is your birthday. I need to be an Apple. I have something like, uh, I started it, uh, playing it on Apple, but uh, Android is fine. Hey, listen, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. We're going we're gonna to try to raise the money here tonight. And Snake Eyes and I are going to buy him the absolute best available device that we can get for the money that we raise and that we and that we also personally put in. Here you go, Vita. Vita, happy birthday. Happy birthday. 
Yes, happy happy birthday to you, Vita. All right. Yes. All right, there you go. So what we're going to do here tonight, folks, and I'm going to mention this a couple of times, just a couple of times throughout the show, all right? And here is, uh, here's our PayPal link. I just posted it in the chat. Uh, for those of you listening in podcast form, we'll throw a link over into the graphics room, okay? Uh, if you feel so inclined to th- show a little bit of support for uh, a member of the community who really, truly has done a great deal for us, uh, then I would invite you to make a donation of a dollar or five dollars or ten dollars, whatever it is that you would like to do. And, uh, and we're going to try to hook him up with a device, okay? Something that, something that is capable. You know what? Vita is still going to scream about the coding of this game. Don't worry, okay? By upgrading his device, Vita, do you ever plan on stop, uh, stopping advocating for the clean code of this device, of this game? Um, no, for the simple reason that <laughs> if they would make some simple changes based on what I have mm-hmm. seen happening, because, mm-hmm. yeah, like some people know, I'm monitoring, I'm looking at the traffic, <laughs> and I see stuff happening where I have something like, folks, if you work on that, the game would become better for everyone. That's true. And, and I, I have it on good authority that, that even if Vita upgrades his device... He will not stop saying those words. All right, so <laughs> Vita, happy birthday. The PayPal link is in our chat. I'll throw it into our graphics room very well, uh, very well, uh, or very quickly as well, if you guys would be interested in sending Vita a small little token of your appreciation for his birthday. You guys feel free to uh, to do that, even a, even a dollar. Listen, 50 cents, a dollar, it, it's all going to add up. Listen, we only need a few hundred dollars. Okay, we really only need a few hundred dollars to get him something decent. So feel free to go in there, throw a couple dollars in there. We'd really appreciate it as Vita is a valued member of the team. And it is, in fact, his birthday. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the Talking Trek studios, even though it's late, it is time to get into world news headlines with Talking Trek Stupid News. Stupid Stupid News! It is time for the Stupid News. Let's get into it. Thank you, Steve. Yes. It is time for the news. Uh, Twitter is in the news and has officially and permanently, permanently banned President Trump from its app for inciting violence that could harm the country. Although, listen, Twitter, here's a message to you. If you really cared about the welfare of the country, you would ban all of us. Okay, I mean, just just saying, if you really cared about us, you'd kick us all out. A flock of angry chickens, guys. This is so good. Mac, I don't know if you heard about this or not. A flock of angry chickens attacked customers at a McDonald's drive-thru in New Jersey over the weekend. I have no idea where that sound is coming from. I apologize. Uh, In New Jersey over the weekend, a McDonald's drive-thru, all their customers... Where is it coming from? (laughs) Jersey drivers... I see it messed. It's what is happening. It's messing up my entire flow here. Let me. Oh, you guys. <laughs> those are notifications. You guys are sending money. Do you hear that? Every time you hear that noise, that's somebody donating on PayPal. Thank you guys very much. I'm going to let me turn the sound off. Let me do that. Uh, <laughs> that's what's happening. Thank you guys. That's very generous. Uh, why is that not working? Okay, let me just close this out for a second. I'll close it out and I'll come back. All right, anyway, uh, yeah, chickens attacking McDonald's drive-thru 
uh, customers in New Jersey. Uh, the chi- listen, the chickens did calm down. They did calm down once they explained that McNuggets weren't actually made from chicken. So they they did kind of eventually ease up and, and head out. Uh, guys, listen. I know that a lot of people didn't really want to talk about it a great deal, but but last Wednesday was kind of crazy. As a matter of fact, I don't know if you guys noticed or not, uh, the guy, the Arizona man, the guy that was arrested in Arizona, he was the one who, who got caught in the Capitol in the, like, the fuzzy horn helmet. He was arrested over the weekend, busted by the fashion police. <laughs> yes, uh, he was caught. Uh, crazy to think, though. Crazy to think. We spend a trillion dollars a year in defense, and the Capitol is breached by a guy in a Chewbacca bikini. So kudos to uh, kudos to the fashion police for getting him. Uh, appreciate that. Kim Kardashian is in the news. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West apparently struggling to decide how they're going to divide their assets. Uh, the toughest part, though, really truthfully, and, and, and any uh, separated parents will understand, the toughest part is they have to sit down with their daughter, North. All right. They got to sit down with North and explain that sometimes things do go south. All right. So that's uh, that's happening. R. Kelly is in the news, released a new song from prison called Shut Up. That's what it's called Uh, to celebrate Vita, his 54th birthday. R. Kelly celebrating his birthday from prison. It's kind of funny to think R. Kelly's lawyer keeps arguing for bail, but he can't prove he's not a flight risk because of his music. The prosecutors are like, Your Honor, come on now. He believes he can fly. Like, he can't go anywhere. He is a flight risk. Ah, uh, thanks. <laughs> I know. It's bad tonight. Uh, listen, this is happening uh, tomorrow night. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Thank you. Tomorrow night, Ohio State squaring off against Alabama in the college football national championship in New Orleans. Even if you hate football, uh, listen, <laughs> even if you hate football, it's going to be cool to see somebody actually getting tackled in a sports game instead of on the front steps of the Capitol. So there, there is that. Uh, Alabama is a seven-point favorite over the Buckeyes, uh, which sounds like a big deal. But then again, Clemson was also a seven-point favorite over the Buckeyes. And they're going to be watching this one from BW3s. So uh, there is that if you guys are into betting on games. Uh, Political leaders continue to grapple with the fallout from Wednesday's invasion at the Capitol. Dozens of world leaders have spoken up and condemned the chaos, including British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. On the plus side, though, folks, on the plus side, Mexico is now suddenly willing to pay for the wall between our two countries. So, listen, silver linings, okay? Mexico is now finally willing to build the wall to keep... Oh, no, what happened? Oh, gosh, did you hear that? That was terrible noise. Snake Eyes isn't here to keep everything everything uh, good. Sorry. Uh, listen, in, in further response, I know, bad, bad. Hey, uh, yeah, to keep Americans out, you're right. American Airlines also taking steps, folks. Uh, American Airlines also taking steps and banning alcohol sales on all flights coming into Washington, D.C. Spirit Airlines, Spirit Airlines took it a step further and even banned alcohol for the pilots. Okay, not going to happen anymore. That's right. Spirit Airlines is like, what? Uh, Okay. Uh, Folks, in other news, in other news, Katie Couric 
is taking over the Jeopardy hosting duties after Alex Trebek's final episodes uh, this past week, uh, which was beautiful. I don't know. His daughter even commented it was actually really, really good. I don't know if you guys had a chance to, to catch his goodbye. He actually, in a final episode, recorded a goodbye, and it was actually very, very moving. Don't know if you guys got to see that. Katie Couric is taking over hosting duties, which is odd because it, it is a little bit of a strange uh, transition. Katie has been covering politics her entire life. She wanted to get into something uh, more respected, so she's switching to game shows. Yeah, sources. <laughs> so, speaking of Kim and Kanye from earlier, Kim actually was quoted as saying that uh, one of the big things that set them apart that they could not get over was his bizarre presidential run. Said it was the last straw for Kim. I don't, I'm not quite sure. She said, she said, I know, right? Kanye, Kanye runs around saying he's black Jesus, but politics was the moment she thought he was crazy. So absolutely nuts. Um, let's see. What else? Is that all we got? Oh, I got another joke. Um, <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. I got I got another joke, but it's probably rated R. Sorry. Your mics are potted back up. <laughs> you want it? I'll give it to you. Oh, no. I still have this hum. I can't hear it. Where's it coming from? Oh, oh God. Everything is dying. Everything is dying. Okay. The hum is gone. Welcome back, everybody. Um, yeah. <laughs> all kinds of technical difficulties. Later. Yeah, all kinds of technical difficulties. You, you want the you want the joke? I'll give it to you. You know what? I'll send it to you. In pr- Stop it! You're messing with my head. <laughs> Whoever did that, that was very funny, but not funny at all. Uh, good evening, everybody. Welcome into the show. Uh, 25 minutes in, we're actually going to finally start to get to. It, it's been like a comedy sketch here tonight. Okay, it, it's it's been, it's been like a, a variety show. We've had so much stuff to talk about. Hey, Phoenix, what's up? Welcome to the show. And uh, we've had we've had some goofy stuff to talk about. We haven't even started talking about the video game that we're here to talk about. Good evening. Welcome. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek. Uh, it's a podcast for Star Trek Fleet Command, and we are 30 minutes into the show without ever having said the words Star Trek. So let's get into it, folks. Uh, over the last uh, couple of days, we've been able to do a lot of testing with Frank Leslie. Now, you guys may remember he was available up through... If I'm not mistaken, he was available until Saturday at noon. He was available in a pack with the other Shakedown crew, uh, the other Shakedown officers, the XP officers that were available in the cash store for $19. Now, some people said, oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness, DJ. Why are you endorsing this pack? Well, I'll tell you why. It's, It's pretty simple. Those officers all do something good. Those officers all do something good and... We, with the help of the community, uh, not even we, the community brought it to us. Community said, hey, listen, Leslie's kind of kind of crazy. Have you looked at his captain's maneuver? Have you looked at the captain's maneuver? So we dive in. We dive in and we take a look at this captain's maneuver. And, and I know we talked a little bit about this on the last show, but I'm just going to recap in case you're running behind or you haven't, you haven't seen it yet. All right. Let's recap very quickly. Frank Leslie. If you go into your games, uh, your game, and you go over to officers, and for me, you got to go scroll all the way down to the bottom because you've never had him before. And we take a look at his captain's maneuver. As long as the ship's hull health is under 35% of its value at the beginning of combat, Leslie restores it by 5% at the end of each round. Now, a lot of the VIPs and a lot of players indicated that this particular officer 
was allowing players, especially players with enterprises, to punch up and kill heavy capital system, uh, capital city traders, heavy traders. Uh, some others were claiming that it was allowing them to kill gold bosses that they have not been able to kill before. Um, basically, any target in the game which has consistently been too much for you, Leslie was giving you the extra little bit of punch that it was taking, that it that it was needed to defeat that off or defeat that hostile. Okay. Now the interesting thing was about that is that there were some cases where he did make a difference, and other cases where it didn't feel like he he was getting all the all the punch that we needed. All right. So so let's talk a little bit here for a second. I, I'm still getting this popping sound. You guys hear it? It's driving me nuts. Goodness. No, we don't hear it. It's killing me over here. Okay, it's gone now. You got... Yeah, somewhere in your <sighs> electricity, you forgot to ground something, and something. that's the hum. <laughs> something isn't grounded. Anyway, so you got this officer, okay? And a lot of people your were saying... Apps lo- your PC. A lot of people were saying, load him up on an Enterprise. Load him up with an Enterprise with Kerr, because that way you can get morale. Keep that shield up. All right, but long story short is once the hole got down to 35%, then Leslie was going to recharge the hole by 5% per round. Now, when we first started talking about this, that's what we said. Big targets, capital city traders, okay? I personally feel like this is uh, a good use for him, but it's not the best use. It's not the best use because in, in further testing, we started thinking about how he mathematically works. All right, Mathematically, he is recharging your hull. So anything that would be coming back and hitting your hull could potentially overdo uh, his benefit. For example, if, if something is hitting you faster or, or taking your hull away faster than what he's recharging it, then he's not doing you a ton of good. He's giving you an extra couple of rounds, right? He's giving you a couple of extra rounds, but it's not the quote-unquote immortal type of scenario that we thought he could first be because of damage per round. Now, folks, this is where we're going to get a little bit nerdy on you tonight. This is is what we found. If, if, if he is giving you extra life, that's great. He might be giving you an extra couple of rounds, okay? That is true. Even if you're going up against something magnificently out of your range, he could give you an extra round or two because he is recharging your hull, all right? However, where he becomes stupid good, where he becomes... The, when, when he gives you the ability to essentially become immortal is in the case where the enemy that you're trying to hit is either A, issuing low amounts of damage, or B, not hitting you every single round. Okay? So, who thinks? Let, let's ask you. All right? In what, uh, in what scenario in this game... Can you find a target that doesn't hit you every single round and that um, <laughs> and that has a low damage output? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Armadas. Armadas. 
Okay, Armada's are the big one because he has a low because because Armada's specifically, by the way, mud Mudmadas. Okay, because even the normal Armadas they have a slightly higher DPR, but mud Mudmadas are incredibly low. This was done to facilitate the incredibly low-powered introduction of the Stella ship. If you guys will remember, when Stella first came out, nobody was flying Stella higher than 250,000. All right? So the Mudmadas had to be built in such a way that their DPR was down, but they had shield and hull for days. And if you go back... If you go back and listen to the episodes we did about the Mud Mottas when the Outlaw Arc was launched, that was our comment. Good God, what a long, long fight. And what they were doing is that they were eventually just gritting us out. They were eventually just grinding us out because they were shooting shots, but it wasn't a ton of shots. I mean, I'm sorry, it wasn't super powerful shots, but it was a ton of shots. And then they had shield and hull for days, so the goal became to out-survive them. And why? Uh, and, and, and for that reason, the number one most popular crew for Mudmadas instantly became what, everybody? Kirk Spock. Kirk and Spock. That is, that was, that is, to this day, the number one required pair of officers in a Mudmata. You have to have it, okay? And, and, I mean, you should, all right? There are a few other combinations that are effective but not as good. Guys, you can argue with me all day long. 5-6 is not as good as Kirk Spock against Mudmatas, specifically Mudmatas. All right. Nope. Not even five seven. Okay. Not even five seven. Tony Rome, because you need the longevity. And in round sixty, okay. In round sixty, that armada is going to eventually grind your shields away. So having Spock there to keep those shields up is is a necessary mechanic in a higher powered mudmata. Now. The Mudmatas themselves are not issuing a ton of damage, meaning when you get hit by one, it takes a little bit, okay, but with proper research. And folks, here's where I'm going to start to get into, here's where I'm going to start to get into, uh, Traplord says, five Kirk Spock is the best crew. That's okay, but guess what? You still got Kirk and Spock, okay? I don't care who you use in a third slot. I don't care. You can use five if you want the loot. All right. The good news is you don't need Kirk in the captain's chair. So you could run five. That way you're getting the mitigation and the loot bonus. That's fine. All right. That's fine. But Kirk Spock is the key. That's the key. Okay. Now, it was. <laughs> it was the key. And still, but technically, it still is. It's still the key for 90% of you. All right. Hitting Armadas, hitting Mudmadas with your team. Uh, Kirk Spock and something. All right. Kirk Spock Gala, maybe. All right. Kirk Spock Khan for hitters. Okay. Those officers, that's a that's a necessary mechanic for, for Mudmadas. Now, the DPR of a Mudmada is so low that even if you took a hit, even if you took a hit, Leslie, in some cases, is able to recharge, is able to recharge the hull more 
than what the Armada is going to take for that round. Now, how is that possible? Well, it starts at the beginning. It starts at the beginning, folks. So when I say that this is for some people and not all people, here's what I mean. There is an outlaw research tree that still needs your attention. All right. Specifically, let me read you a couple of researches that I believe may be of importance to you. All right. And crazy enough, not all of them, not all of them are even actual quote unquote stellar researches. All right. Let's go into your outlaw research tree, ladies and gentlemen, and let's go on over here to the alpha leg. And you guys may remember in the very, very beginning, we said, hey, which way should you go? Should you go up top? Or should you go down to the bottom? Now, most of you have unlocked both sides of your alpha leg. But if you're relatively new to beginning uh, this outlaw research tree, all right, if you're relatively new to starting the outlaw research tree, I'm still getting this clicking. Oh, my God, it's coming. Then you may not have both sides of the alpha leg unlocked. All right, meaning that you've got to pick one side. You've got to start at the top with Stella Weaponry, or you start at the bottom with Stella Hull. Okay? Now, it was recommended during our first uh, earliest uh, research into this that you should probably look at the top level. All right. Now, comic says the bottom level. The reason I suggested the top level, all right, which, it, which is tricky, the reason I suggested the top level is because it had rogue hulls. Rogue hulls not only gave the Stella extra hull, but it gave all ships extra hull. Okay, but if you go along the bottom of, of the entire alpha leg, you did have Stella Hull, which was a significantly cheaper research and you were able to do more with, but it only impacted the Stella. But, you know, that was still what you had in the alpha leg. And of course, new, more hull is always super duper important. Okay, more hull is always important. But if you switch on over here to where the beta leg begins, you actually have something super duper important. And by the way, this is not a stellar research. Take a look, folks, at Eclipse Defenses. Eclipse Defenses did, in fact, require what was referred to at the time as an outlaw token. Okay? Um, and it was basically the token that unlocked either side of the beta leg. Ugh. We don't. I know you don't hear it, but I mean, even I am, and I can see it on the master recording, so it's going to make it in the podcast. I hear it. Ugh. All right. Eclipse Defenses. Eclipse Defenses, which is, and I quote, bonus mitigation stats versus Eclipse enemies. Now, folks, this particular research, I'm going to argue is one of the most important for Stella. Crazy enough that it's not an actual Stella research. But it's one of the most important researches for Stella in the entire tree. Eclipse defenses. Then you come over into the beta leg, and everybody said, go south. Everybody said, take the bottom row of the beta leg because it ended with highway robbery. Well, there's a side benefit of that, is that if you go to the south half of the beta leg, you also get Stella defenses, okay? So you got Eclipse defenses, giving you bonus mitigation stats. Then you do Stella defenses, bonus mitigation stats for the Stella, 
versus Eclipse enemies. Folks, max those two researches, please. Max those two researches as best you can. Max Eclipse defenses, max Stella defenses as high as you can get them because what that is doing <clears throat> is increasing the mitigation from the Armada target. So not only does the Mud Mata issue a relatively low DPR, but now a significantly higher percentage. And in some cases, yes, in some cases, players have been able to get their stellar mitigation up to near 70% without 5 of 10. Without a mitigation officer. They can get their mitigation near 70% without that, which means that 70% of the already low damage from that Mudmata is being tossed out the window. Now, what does that mean? Well, obviously, that means you can last longer, right? You can last longer, and therefore, you can punch up. That's the whole point of these researches, is to be able to hit larger Mudmata targets. And herein lies my point. If you have Eclipse defenses and Stella defenses in a really good position, all right, then Leslie is now going to come in and allow you to punch up even more. Now, you guys have shown a few screenshots of people uh, showing some battle logs about what they've been able to do with Leslie. And here's what I'm going to tell you. My uh, alliance has also done some testing at all bands. Okay, we've done some testing at all bands of the of the spectrum here. We put Leslie on a, on <clears throat> a bunch of mid-level Stellas, a bunch of players who had research in the 20s and 30s and put them up against, like, say, a 35 rare. OK, they killed it. They killed it where they could not have before. All right. But if if you hit a target in which you can always kill, if you hit a target which you can always kill, then Leslie is a wasted officer slot. Here's how you know if Leslie's working, FYI. All right? Just in case, if you know, if if you know, if you need to know if Leslie's working, here you go. All right. If you finish a Mudmata and you look at your battle log and you have hull in your battle log and you have less hull floating in space then Leslie did something for you. Now, is he necessary? Is he necessary? Here's the test for that. If in your battle log, you killed your Mudmata target and shows that you had hull remaining in your battle log, but then in space after the battle, you exploded, then Leslie was necessary. Well, how do you know that, DJ? How do you know that just because he blows up doesn't mean he did any uh, wrong? All right. Here's what's happening. Leslie is giving you these buffs during battle, but after battle, the buffs go away, just like Kirk and morale. You guys remember? You guys remember a year ago when we were talking about when you're using morale in PvP, how you would kill your enemy, you'd get the victory banner, but then your ship would go boom. You guys remember that? Some of you veteran players? Come on now. Speak up. Your ship would go boom. All right? That would happen. That's because the same effect was occurring. The same effect was occurring. So if Leslie is giving you enough hull to increase your, your hull health points long enough to finish killing the armada, all right, then your battle log is going to show that you have hull remaining. 
because it gave you enough haul to get through the battle. You scored a victory. You killed the Mudmata. You got loot. But then you exploded into space. Well, I'm here to tell you, Leslie saved your butt. Because without Leslie, you would have gone boom in during the Armada. That's your test. It's a simple test. Folks, do the test. Use Leslie, go up against an armada, and if you're dead at the end of it, then he saved your butt. Simple as that, okay? Because, again, when the buff goes away, that is going to tell you what you should have done in the battle if you did not have Leslie. If you're dead, you would have died against that target. Now, how do we coordinate and use Leslie in punching up? Well, that is another tricky thing. And that's actually something that my alliance has struggled with just a little bit. Some people have struggled to adopt the mentality of Frank Leslie because a lot of people aren't using him right. Folks, you, uh, you don't probably need... Listen, if you've got one person at, say, Ops 39... That means their ACC is 39, and that also means that they got six slots in their armada. So let's say you're an Ops 27 player. You got a Stella, it's tier six, all right, and your mud research is 15. You're not going to kill that 35 on your own. You know that. Okay, you know that. But if you go in to that armada with your Admiral, who's a 39, whose research is 100, okay, you probably don't need Leslie there. I personally, and I would love to invite, Traplord says stop using Leslie. I disagree, Traplord. I do disagree with that in certain cases. And holy smokes, there we are again, ladies and gentlemen, saying what about officers at all? It might as well be my permanent disclaimer. It might as well be my permanent disclaimer. Leslie is not a blanket 100% for certain beneficial, useful officer. He has his scenario he has his situation all right moderators let's grab a couple of these screenshots okay with some of these stellas taking out these targets now let's take a look right here at pavix since it's just here all right since it's right here all right pavic is showing four stellas and there's probably more down below i don't know if i can see the scroll or not but he's showing four stellas that survived in the battle log against the 37 uncommon now oh thank you bull now in pavic's example if any or all of those four officers or four ships had died floating in space then he was necessary okay he was necessary for battle but i believe and Captain Bull is here. Pavic says five Stellas, only one survived after the fight. Then guess what, Pavic? Y'all needed him. Y'all needed Leslie. And I'm glad that you got him. Okay? Glad that you got him. Captain Bull just posted up a great slide. All right? Uh, this is a slide that he shared in our alliance because our alliance is struggling to comprehend the use of Mr. Leslie. Okay? Leslie has his specific uses, and it involves common-level players. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? I mean you need players of roughly equal capabilities for Leslie to truly shine. 
If you put, if you put a level 39 with mud research of 100 with four other players with mud research of 20, then Leslie, at least on those lower four level players, is not going to get it done against a higher level target. Now, if if that level 100 research is helping with a 33 uncommon, all right, then let's let's just see it say it for what it is. The the level 100 research is soloing that armada, but he's bringing along some other players for the loot. Guys, Leslie is a capability, is an is a, a captain's maneuver that is going to best serve you that is going to best serve you when going up against the big-time bosses. Now, Dark Lord says, I don't think Leslie is worth giving up versus Gala. Dark Lord, I do not at this time have a definitive argument for you because, because I believe that Gala has a, has a wonderful specific use. Okay? You put four Galas in a Mudmata, you're literally eliminating 20% of shots. However, here is, here is the facts. All right, Dark Lord. The facts are that players are soloing higher level Armadas without it, which means that it is somewhat effective in extending your life, all right? but only if... Only if you can still exceed the amount of damage that you're receiving. All right. So, and I'm, 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 I feel like I'm not explaining this right. If I take, hey, JB, JB's my admiral. He's got probably one of the highest level M level researches in our alliance. If JB decides that he's going to start up a 40 rare, okay, if he's going to start up 40, a 40 rare, Right? And he takes along five other players with M-level research of 30. Anybody, raise your hand. Is he going to be successful? Why is that still happening? <laughs> is he going to be successful? Somebody tell me. If I'm going to take a 100-level no. research, why? Why not? And, and I'm looking for a mathematical answer. Why not? <laughs> Sorry. Well, because they're not going to have enough mitigation and hull to survive the fight, and then he's left by himself taking the rest of the damage. Oh, thank you. I mean, that's exactly what I was looking for, okay? Folks, the faster you die, the faster your leader dies, all right? E even if he's the most powerful brute, okay, if, if a lower-level player dies, then it immediately concentrates more firepower on the other ships, all right? Which is why... Folks, and here's my conclusion. All right, if you get Dark Lord, here, here's why I think that Leslie is better than Gala if it's executed properly. If, all right, if I have six players with Kirk, uh, with Leslie, Kirk, Spock, and by the way, it takes all six. Leslie, Kirk, Spock, each of them have research in the say the seventy to one hundred range. Okay, and each of them have completed, you know, a, well, if they've got research in the 70 to 100 range, then they've done pretty well with their mitigation research in the beta leg, most likely. All right. You need even level players because because let see. Here's why Gala is different, folks. Okay. Gala is different because four people team up 
to run one gala and it eliminates 20% of the damage for the entire team. So you have a spot for a hitter or two spots for hitters, depending on if it's a five or a six man team. All right. That's why Gala, in my mind, is still the best general use Mudmata crew. Kirk spot Gala times four, and then a Kirk spot Con on one or two hitters. Because Kirk Spock and Gala are doing their job in the beginning. They're eliminating 20% of the Armada shots, period. Not only by eliminating the critical damage, so not only are they eliminating all criticals, but they're eliminating 20% of total shots so that Armada is automatically starting out at 80% uh, at eighty strength. That's with Gala. But Kirk Spock is keeping them alive. Kirk Spock is keeping them alive so that they can continue to take a beating from the Armada. But it's not about that. It's not about them being, being to continue taking the beating, except that they are extending the life of your hitters by spreading the shots out. Listen, if I've got, if I've got 10 shots to deal and I got six players, what are the odds that one player takes all 10 shots? Anybody? Really low, right? It's extremely low odds that that one player is going to take all 10 shots. But, but, if that one player is the only one alive, now what are the odds that he's going to take all 10 shots? 100%. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Okay. So Kirk, Spock, and Gala serve a very specific purpose in eliminating 20% of the shots, but Kirk Spock is still going to keep them alive. And then, it's happening again. Then, you've got your hitter running Kirk Spock Con or or five Kirk Spock or whatever you want to run. Me personally, listen, if you're going to be a hitter, you need to be a hitter, okay? You need to focus on damage dealt. And focusing on damage dealt is going to end it quick, uh, quicker all right, and uh, that's why we say con. Because listen, folks, by I'd say, what do you think? And even in an armada, probably by round fifteen, maybe twenty, you're hundred percent critical. And yes, it does take longer because you're not taking shots in every single round. Okay, you're not taking shots in every single round. And uh, somebody says that Gala is a shield, so others can hammer. It's not that Gala is the shield, Scaly. Gala has already done what she was there to do. The fact that your Stella is still alive is the shield for the hitters. Okay? The fact that you're still alive is is the shield. All right? Your Stella is the meat shield. It's not even really a sacrificial lamb housekeeping. Kirk Spock's going to keep you alive. Gala... Gala eliminated. She went in and hacked the armada. There's 20% gone straight off the top. Okay? She's a highly effective officer. Highly effective. Now, El Cheapo is saying to Pike Moreau Gala. I don't like Pike Moreau Gala. Pike Moreau Gala is not reliable, folks. I don't know why. Don't ask me why. No clue why. Pike Moreau Gala is not reliable. Especially not if you're using two of them crazy I, I don't understand the pike moreau gala it doesn't work all the time and it, and it yeah and if you use a pike moreau gala you're definitely dying fast so are you really doing anything for your team are you really 
Now, Medieval Knight says I would use Giorgio or Nero instead of Khan. There's arguments to that. There are arguments to that because if you fire burning, that's an automatic 1% off of the hull in addition to the damage that the ship is dealing. Me personally, me personally, I feel like Khan is getting me a better return than 1%. Okay? So I like that. Now, folks, I didn't really mean to, to dive into to Gala. But here's why Gala is still, in my mind, the best general use armada, because it doesn't matter what level uses her. If JB at Research 100 and I at Research 70 and then Captain Bull joins us and his research is 30, doesn't matter. Does not matter that, that Bull joins us if he's running a Gala, which is what our alliance does. Listen, the biggest research players, we call them the hitters. They are the Stella Brute Squad, okay? They are the hitters. They bring Khan. And by the way, yes, we use Khan 100% of the time. The Everybody else brings Gala. Don't care. Don't care. Don't show up with anything else. If you do, you're going to get starred out of future armadas. You got to play by the rules. You got to bring Gala. Now, there's a new player in town. Frank Leslie shows up and says, yo, guys. I'm ready to play some ball, all right? Let's play. Let's shoot, all right? Let's play. Now, when do you sub in Leslie for Gala? The answer is when you get five of your quote-unquote or six of your quote-unquote Stella Brutes together. And it doesn't have to be Stella Brutes, by the way. It needs to be common-leveled players, if your research is between 20 and 40, come to this armada, bring Leslie, Kirk, and Spock. We're going to try a 37 uncommon. By the way, if your research is between 20 and 40 and you got five players to do a 37 uncommon and you use Leslie, Kirk, Spock on every ship, I'll bet you a taco you win it. Okay? I'll bet you a taco you win it. 37 uncommon. Don't do it on a rare. <laughs> Not yet, Trap Lord. Not yet. Your research is only 20 to, say, 30, 20 to 40, okay? You're not supposed to be hitting 37 rares yet. And really, truthfully, <coughs> even truthfully, a 37 uncommon is still technically out of your reach. But this officer lets you punch up, guys. It lets you punch up, which is what I've been saying for the last week. Leslie is only an officer that lets you punch up about one level if all of you are at somewhat equal capabilities. Okay? Now, Traplord says, why do you need to do a 37 uncommon? They barely pay out more. It isn't worth the hassle. Uh, disagree. I'll disagree with you because, listen, I understand if you scan one, okay, they don't look like a lot of difference, Okay? But that is getting multiplied a lot of different ways. You got the loot bonus of Stella. You've got the uh, highway robbery bonus. Okay? Everything. And by the way, everything's getting split out on base and then multiplied. So, listen. Yes, it is different. Okay? If, if you're doing it in teams, the difference between 35 and 37 is, gosh, it's probably three to 400 loot per player. By the time it all is mathed out, and it might even be more. It might even be more. All right. So Leslie requires 
you know, a common denominator, so to speak. All right. So when you're testing this with your team, call it out. Call it out. Hey, listen, I'm looking for five players with power, say, you know, 30 to 40 or 30 to 50. Bring Leslie. Let's try this 37 uncommon. Okay. I want you to take a look at uh, Lieutenant Razik right here. And somebody, uh, if you would, please grab, please grab the, now, now Bear says, not if I'm dumping five for Leslie. Listen. Your Stella loot bonus is in the hundreds, the bear. Your highway robbery is in the hundreds, okay? Five of ten is only getting you, what, 20 or 40%? Maybe. I don't know what your tier she is for you. Let's say she's tier two and it's 40%. Yes, it's helpful, but it is negligible, all right? And I'm going to show you where it's even more negligible. Take a look at Lieutenant Razik's screenshot. And again, some of the moderators, somebody please help me out. Grab that, throw it in the graphics room. He is research level 35 and uh, did and has typically been able to do 31 uncommons as a solo and punched up to a 33 uncommon with Leslie. Now, I have in the very beginning, I am on, you know, I'm in the interwebs being quoted as saying that I believe solos were the better way to go. Eventually, mathematically, that didn't that didn't hold up. Okay, but a lot of people will still run a solo here or there, especially if they're right up against a pull. You know what I'm saying? Like if they're right up against a pull and they need to get a pull done so that they can, you know, you know, get some uranium for their Stella. Okay, solos still happen. They still happen a lot on my server. Leslie is even crazier as a solo because guess what? You have the same capability as you. Right. The common denominator, folks. If the common denominator is literally nothing, if, if, if there are zero differences, if you are you and there's nobody with you and it's just you, Leslie is crazy effective. He will let you punch up. So punching up as a solo is a definitive way to see if it's working and a definitive way to see what you have the capability of hitting. All right. For example, if you can solo, as, uh, as Razik just pointed out, if you can solo a 33 uncommon, then with, say, three players, maybe four, you can take out that 35. Add five players, maybe you take out the 37. By the way, uncommons, they have the lowest DPR. By the way, pop quiz, which of these Mudmatas have the highest DPR? Is it an uncommon? Is it a rare? Or is it an epic? Rares. It is the rares. Why? Why? Because rares were always, I guess, designed to be the, the toughest spot. The blue goo is the hardest. The armada is the hardest. All right. That's right, Shinjo, because Scopely is gonna Scopely. There you go. The rares are the hardest. Okay. The rares are the tough ones. So, by the way, just because you can hit a 37 uncommon doesn't give you free passage at a 37 rare. Okay, it doesn't. But you can test this on uncommons and rares, and for that matter, epics, to find out where your limits are. But again, I think the point is with Leslie, you got to make sure. And guys, this comes back to planning and coordination. If your alliance is is so disorganized and non-communicative that people show up with warships still, Okay, somebody said somebody shows up with an intrepid to my armada. 
buddy, I don't know about you. My admiral's in here right now. JB, if I showed up to a Mudmata and intentionally ran it with my Enterprise and did not back out of the circle, despite the fact that everyone in my AC is screaming at me to get out of the circle, what's going to happen to my Alliance membership? Boot and loot. Boot and loot. All right, at least a boot. Okay, Dirty Bird says boot. Truck and Chick says boot. Captain Bull says boot. Okay. I'm going to figure out the purples. Sobek says boot. Kurt <laughs> says boot. Okay, Yes. People have got to learn. Blue Mandalorian says boot. All right. Now, Trap Lord says you should be able to solo a 40 Uncommon with Leslie as captain. We have someone that can. Trap Lord, that is probably possible, but again, still requires massive research. Okay. That's going to require big time research. Okay. For example, all right, I'm research 78. I can't do the 40 Uncommon yet. All right. Oh, Trap Lord says I'm talking about foe. Well, yeah, dude, he's a level 50. Level 50, bro. All right. So not only does he have the territory research or the outlaw research, but he's also got all the level 50 research. Okay. So, yeah, of course he's going to take out a 40. Come on. Don't be silly. Don't be silly, Trap Lord. Okay. Yeah, of course a level 50 can do that. All right. But by the way, guess what? Guess what? He's still using Leslie. And by the way, as Admiral Rihanna points out, promote the officer. Nah, don't need to. Don't need to. It's his captain's maneuver, folks, meaning his, his captain's maneuver is doing this at tier one, level one. The only reason you would have it promoting this officer is to get better XP out of his officer ability or just get some stats. But is he worth the stats as an uncommon officer? Okay. Do you need the stats? All right. Scaly, he has synergy with the Shakedown crew, which is the same as Pike and Moreau. But again, those are not recommended moves because you need Kirk Spock. You have to have Kirk Spock. And Planets, I'm with you. Level five's enough. Stats suck anyway. He's an uncommon. He doesn't have stats. Okay. Nothing better to do, says stats will help slightly with mitigation, attack, and health. Not if you have a solid underdeck. But again, again, and thank you for your point, all right? If you are an Ops 25 or a 27 and you're struggling with your 300% bonuses at the bottom, then yes, all right? Promoting him could, but I, I still think you should. there are other officers that I would promote first, other officers that I would work on first to get me higher stats, okay? Um, and, and yes, you're, you're right. I, I should have spoken clearly. Of course you are using Spock. So you want to stack the lower deck with as much defense as you can. All right. But again, still trying to get to the 300% bonus. Now I was told, uh, actually, I don't remember if this was today or yesterday and it's a good point. It's a good point. Sometimes I forget folks and I need you guys to call me out on it. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was Savannah who's in this room right here, right now. And Savannah said, listen. Buddy, I appreciate everything you do. I love your content. But, dude, you're a 39. You spend money. You've got the primes. He said, I need you to think about me once in a while. I need you to say, you know, what if I don't have 300% stack bonuses? Okay, fair enough. If you don't have the 300% because you might not have prime officers, which is okay, and you might not have 
you know, all the upgrades and, and the officers leveled to where you need them to be, and that's okay too. Then you, you have to try to get your defense, in this particular case, get your defense as high as you can. And go back and focus on that territory or the outlaw research right there in that beta leg, eclipse, uh, eclipse defenses, all right, and stellar defenses. Those are extremely important. All right, because that is as good as an officer slot, Savannah. Those two researches will improve your mitigation to the point where it can replace an officer spot. All right, so if you are not at that level, and I've been asked to make special care that I'm, that I'm not forgetting that not everybody in the game is an Ops 39, and I know I'm very guilty of that. I'm extremely guilty of that <laughs> even bull says a lot of veteran players forget that it's on my short list of troubleshooting questions when i'm helping newer players now because we take for granted the 300 percent, right we take that for granted i mean if you spend if you spend even 20 dollars a month on this game you probably have got a few officers to the point where you can you know, you can max your stat bonuses for most of the ships that, that you're eligible for. So, so I apologize for those who have listened to th- that think that I've, that I've overlooked that part. I don't mean to. As a matter of fact, I was even told, get this. So just, and bull, get this. At the same time that I was told that I'm forgetting about the mid-20s, I had a player tonight message me and said, hey, man, I really appreciate everything you do. Doing great work. Same thing Savannah said. And he said, but I feel like your show is missing content for the 46-plus. He said that to me. And and you know what? My response is I probably am. I probably am because I can't experience it for myself. Just like I can't experience uh I can't experience level 25 anymore. Level 25, trust me guys, level 25 today is very very different than what level 25 was when I came through it. Okay. <laughs> level 25 today is so different. If I if I went back and 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 by the way, I I someone had suggested to me and I've always said that I don't have the time for this and I don't. But someone suggested to me that I create another account and go and play it again coming back up through and I and I and I've it's that's not that's not a thing for me. Not possible. Okay? It can't happen for me. I I've I got too much going on in my real life, so I can't. I know I, I do have another account, Shinjo. You're right. I've got an account on 43. It may have been purged by now. I don't know. I've also got, believe it or not, uh, another account on 51, I believe, and I've got another account on 15. So I, I've got accounts, but I use them for different things. I'm not playing them. I use them to keep eyes on the names of the servers, or when they add new servers, I can see the numbers and stuff like that. It's a different game today. So FYI, just as a side note, if anybody ever feels like I'm missing their segment, then, then come to me and let me dig into it because I may not be able to see it, but I, I know people. All right, I can dig in. I can find it. Okay, so so yes, for those of you not with a 300% stat bonus, then Spock, Kirk Spock feed off defense, well, Spock specifically, so you need to stack underneath your lower decks, you need to stack that with defense. Okay, yeah, that's the priority if you're going to use Spock. Okay, got to stack with defense, even at the sacrifice of attack and health. And I know that sounds crazy, but that's what Spock needs to, to, to be as potent as possible. That's what he needs, okay? That's what you got to have. 
Now, that being said, I think we've kind of wrapped up our, our conversation on Leslie. And I'm going to summarize with this. And again, if anybody wants to, wants to pop up and, and say anything, or if you have questions or comments on Leslie, now's the time. We're going to open the floor before we take our first break. All right. Uh, Leslie is great with a cluster of players with equal capabilities punching up to that seemingly unobtainable target. It also is helping players solo with the Mudmatas in particular because the DPR is low. That's damage per round. That's low. And that allows Leslie to recharge you faster than the Armada is taking you down. For that reason, it's also helping with certain yellow hostiles and with certain uh, capital system uh, traders. Okay, because, you know, he's recharging you faster than they're taking you out. But it doesn't work for everybody. It depends on your base capabilities in the game. Gala, by the way, is still my favorite Mudmata crew. All right, Kirk Spock Gala times four and a Kirk Spock Khan for five and six. And yes, yes, I do still like that more than Nero. All right, I know some people say Nero or Giorgio, you know, Nero for stats or Giorgio for burning, whatever. But I still like Khan there. Because again, by round 15 or 20, I'm I'm throwing 100% criticals. And <laughs> Mud Mata's... If you're doing them right, typically last 50, 60 rounds. Now, uh, you know what? I, I'm going to take questions here one more second. Uh, one, two more things that I want to dispel really quickly. And I know I've said them on the show before a gazillion times. A, if you die, you still get paid as long as anybody in your alliance survives. If you get the victory banner, you get paid, even if you're the sacrificial lamb. So if somebody tells you to run Gala, if, if your admiral or your armada leader tells you to run gala, you better daggone do it. And don't come back with the argument, well, if I die, I ain't going to get paid. You're just showing your ignorance, okay? <laughs> don't do it with a smart aleck tone anyway. Maybe you can say that and ask your admiral why he wants you to do that, and he's going to say, please do it, and I'll explain it to you later. All right, just do it. Because if he survives, if your alliance leader, if, if your armada leader, rather, anybody, it doesn't matter who, if a member of that armada survives, you get paid. You get paid. Doesn't matter if you die in round one or 99, you get paid the same. It is not payout based on survivability. It's not payout based on how long you went. It's not payout based on how much damage you issued. It's payout based on your percentage of ship power. That's it. Ship power which means it's predetermined at the beginning of the armada how much you're going to get paid. So now the question is, do you live or die? So number one, you get paid. Number two, I've said this a gazillion times. If you're running 10 armadas on one hull, you're wasting your directives. I'm not even really on Leslie right now, Moros. I'm finishing up on Mudmadas because, by the way, people... Still don't get this, Moros. I know you're in an alliance that does a ton of armadas, but people still don't get this. Moros, how many armadas should you do on one hull if you're trying to maximize your payout? Blokemon, oh my God, says thank you. This frustrates me so much. They run so many on one hull. Look here, guys, at the chat. Boaz says one. Moros says one. Battle Droid says one. Kalmic says one. Guys, Think about it. Just close your eyes. Think about this for just a second, and then we're going to take our first break. 
if you spend 100 directives, just, just relax, light a candle. All right, we're in the spa. Everything's better in the spa. Someone's rubbing your shoulders. All right, so our brain is, is good and relaxed. If you spend 100 directives, we'll turn that off. If you spend 100 directives and you get 2,500 loot, all right, cool. 2,500 loot for 100 directives, that's your payout, that's your ROI, and that's what you got from, say, a 31 uncommon. Now, you might mistakenly think that if I run 10 more uncommons, all right, then I'm getting 25,000 loot, and I did all that on one haul. <laughs> 25,000 loot on one haul. Except you spent 1,000 directives. Now, the reason the people in the chat are saying that you should run one armada per haul is simple. Because the limiting factor in an armada is not your repair. It's the directives. Okay? If I have to repair 10 times, that's okay. Because I can repair 100 times if I need to. But I don't have an unlimited supply of directives. Directives are the ROI. Your payout compared to directives, not compared to repair time or repair cost. All right. As a matter of fact, the absolute best ROI in an armada, truthfully, is if every member of your armada dies except for one, then you truly know you were maxed. You truly know you were maxed if everybody in your armada dies except for one player. Okay? Captain Planets agrees. He says, if you end up with one ship left at 1%, you got it perfect. And that's exactly right. Okay? Now, that's not going to happen for everybody. You might try a 37, a, a 37 rare armada and die, but you can do the 35s and you could probably do three per hull. That's going to happen because, because there's not enough in between there. Okay? But in that case, throw on Leslie and try to take that 37 rare. You see what I'm saying? You can figure out what the upper level of your band is. But do not, do not go and run. I mean, I, it blows my mind when I see people still to this day running 31s. And, and by the way, by the way, I'm not forgetting about you level 25 players. Even you should not be running level 31 uncommon Mudmatas. Get with your team Go run some 33s and 35s, okay? That is a scenario in which you can hit up with the support of your team. And by the way, it's been proven here, even against my original estimation, it's been proven that if you solo one five times, all right, and that's payout X, and then you run a bigger one five times with your team, and that's payout Y, payout Y will always be better, uh, will always be better. Running with the team, if you're punching up, will always pay better. So, I mean, that's just, that's been proven. I didn't think so at first, but it's been proven. Comic says Ops 25 can't run them. Technically, Ops 25 can. And Ops 25 can because their ACC is able to be built at 25. <laughs> All right. But I could, yeah, if I said 24, oh, well, yeah, because they don't have Stella. I thought Stella was lower than 27. No, Stella's, Stella's 27. Okay, sorry. I thought Stella was actually 20. Anyway. You can they could go in with a ship that's lower power than a Stella and not yeah, disrupt the pie. I got you. I got you. Yeah, so sorry. 27. Well, either way, I'm not forgetting about you, 27s. Even you should not be running 31 on commons. Play with your team. Okay? Punch up. 
All right, folks. Uh, any other questions? Sorry, I thought for some reason I was thinking Stella was 25. Um, any other questions? Raxanar says, hey, it's a running joke on our server in my alliance. If I run an armada and four or five of six people don't die, then the armada is not set up. I've become a collector of red shirts. Yeah, that's the idea. People die. That's, that's what you should be doing. Go as big as you can go, Karkin. Yes. All right. Uh, Blokemon says, if you, have, if you have more than 70% hull left after one armada, then you can probably move up one level. That's probably not untrue. Okay, and again, we've talked about uh, rare directives being the severe bottleneck when it comes to outlaw. So you definitely want to get as much loot as possible for that one set of directives, and that includes punching up as as big as you can go. <clears throat> the bear says drives me crazy when I see a bunch of thirty ones on my server. Yeah, I, I, same, same. I see it all the time. Um, let's see. Storm says I prefer Pike, Moreau, and Gala in my armadas. You know, Storm, I, I have trouble with that one. And I don't know if it's me, but I've heard this from other people. I've heard people say that it's not as reliable. I've heard people say, because you need, here's why. Pike Moreau Gala still only gets you 110%. You need 200. So you'd have to have two Pike Moreau Galas. And and when they clash like that, when they butt heads, we're, we're seeing failures. Two Pike Moreau Galas, I've got battle logs that, that show that even with two Pike Moreau Galas, uh, you still take critical hit damage. And, and I don't know why. I have no explanation. I have no explanation for it. If you've got an explanation, I'd love to hear it. All right? But Pike Moreau Gala has never been easy for, for me to do. And not only that, not only that, but from a survivability standpoint, you're pretty much immediately knocking out two... I know, listen, chick, on that show... I actually said to avoid Pike Moreau Gala, I said to use four Galas. I said to use four Galas, that it was more reliable, all right? Not to mention, you were only using four officer slots instead of six. If you want to go back and listen, then go back and listen, because I said specifically, and I'm going to say it again right now, four Galas is better than Pike Moreau Gala, because with Pike Moreau Gala, you're giving up six officer slots and you're giving up two shots to the wolves early because there's no survivability on a Pike Moreau Gala. It's going to die fast, and your remaining four ships are going to take the brunt of the target instead of keeping the survivability on all six ships, or five in that case. Kirk Spock Gala times four is going to live longer. Okay? It's going to live longer, better survivability, therefore spreading out those shots. Okay? Uh, and yes, truck and chick, mathematically, Pike Moreau Gala times two was an option. Housekeeping uh, was actually one involved with that testing, and we never really could come to an agreement on that. The reason that I liked Gala better is because I still had survivability on those last two shots, and that was always what I advocated. But Pike Moreau Gala is a mathematical possibility, but for whatever reason, two Pike Moreau Galas is not consistently going to work. It does not consistently work. It works sometimes. And not others, and I don't know why. Housekeeping actually, I think, kind of nailed it down. I think crit damage was actually wrong on certain level of armadas, but blah, blah, blah. Okay? <laughs> Scalybeck says, I love this drinking game. All right. Uh, Mr. Big says, if I hit a Capital City Trader, but it goes to 100 rounds, will Leslie help? <clears throat> it, 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 no. 
No, it won't, because in 100 rounds, it times out, and Leslie's battle buff will go away, and you'll die. All right? You got to end it before the, before the 100 rounds. You got to end it before the 100 rounds. <coughs> okay. Guys, uh, we're going to take a very quick break. When we return, I'm going to get into our super secret special hint coming up for the January arc. We're going to do a little bit more theory crafting and talk a little bit more about what you know versus what I know. And perhaps I could be coaxed into answering or playing a game of yes or no, truck and chick. I know you like to play this game. So while we are in commercial break. You should maybe prepare a few questions, and we will play a game of yes or no coming up right after this. My name is Ultimate DJs. This segment brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. Visit their Facebook group to find uh, for sale items or just find people talking about crazy old toys. All right, they can can listen. They don't have to be old. They could be old collector's toys. They could be legacy and rare toys, and it could be something highly coveted, something brand new, something that it's out there and cannot be found, and these guys are going to have it. Do you have something that's worth some money and you'd like to sell for a few bucks? Or maybe you're looking for something completely unique for the loved one in your life, and you're looking for just that one rare piece. Guys, these guys are going to have it. This Facebook group uh, is a local set of toy collectors out of Minnesota. Facebook.com slash MN, that's for Minnesota, Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and we will return in a moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from No Nonsense Pantyhose. Now introducing Some Nonsense Pantyhose with one leg sewn. Washington, D.C. is one of the hottest tourist attractions in the nation. D.C. Capital Tours lets you skip the long lines and go straight through the window. D.C. Capital Tours will show you and your family arresting views of downtown. Police! Police! Put your hands up! And unlike those other boring tour companies, we don't have appointment times. We just show right up at places like the Supreme Court, the Pentagon, even the White House. Hello, everyone. So don't make history. Make bail with D.C. Capital Tours, the longest-running tour in Washington. Hurry up, Mommy! They're coming! Director of Public
love this song. Uh, I heard it on the radio today. I was actually, uh, I was in my car. And I heard, I was listening to 90s on 9. That's what I was listening to, 90s on 9. And uh, and it got me super excited. I heard this song and I'm like, man, I haven't heard that in a minute. Like I, I haven't heard that in a few minutes, right? And I was like, man, that's a that's a good one. So we, we decided to bring it back up. Uh, play it for you here tonight. Good evening. Welcome in, everybody. Your mics are potted back up. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys being here. Housekeeping says that. 80s on 8 are amazing. You know another one that I really like uh, while we're talking about it briefly? I really like pop 2k which is slightly newer that's like the 2000s era which is fun a lot of times that's fun and then there's another one uh, i think just on the xm side i don't see i don't understand how serious and xm still have different radios someone could maybe explain that to me one day i don't know because they still have different channel ids and they like to this day they still have different radios so um one of the ones that I like, which is only available on the XM radios, is uh, Pop Rocks, which I know it's still poppy. But, I mean, listen, it's kind of rocky. All right? It's not necessarily pop. It's it's kind of, you know, the rockier side of pop. You know, but, again, back in the 90s and 2000s, I really like Pop Rocks. You guys should check that out. Uh, it's fun to listen to. And that's, that's what I was kind Petty of. Radio. Tom Petty is another good one. I do listen to that one. Another one I really enjoy is uh, this is on the serious side. I listen to uh, Classic Rewind and Classic Vinyl. Both of those are really good. Classic Rewind is like, you know, like 80s, 80s probably, uh, like more rock. Um, and then Classic Vinyl is like 60s and 70s. So, yeah, really, it's, it's kind of good. I actually really enjoy uh, those couple of channels. When, uh, when I'm in my wife's car. See, my car doesn't have it. <laughs> my car. <laughs> my car is so cheap. I don't even have satellite radio in my car. Um, yeah, my car is a stick shift. Okay. No, no, they're not. They're not, Chick. I was just, that's why I came up with the song, okay? And it was fun to listen to it today. Because I, was, I, was, yeah, I never get to listen to it except for when I'm in my wife's car. So I was in my wife's car today and I got to listen for a little bit. Oh, you know, another one I like, I like, um, and this is way off the, the spectrum. I like, um, Pitbull's globalization. <laughs> That's actually a fun yeah. channel. I really like that channel. It's crazy. Nation. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't listen to that one as much. I should, I should. I do like that era of rock, but I don't listen to it as much. Um, guys, very quickly. Ozzy's Boneyard. I do like that one. I do like that one. Um, Bull says you can't use her login on the app. I don't think I have one. I'm not 100% sure that I've got one, to be perfectly frank with you. Okay. I don't think, I don't think I'm paying for the internet radio part. We just have it in the car is, is my thing. I don't think we actually pay for it. All right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do drive a stick. I'll show you a picture of my car. Absolutely. I, I bought, so my dad made me learn. Okay, I had to learn. I had to take my driving test all those many years ago. I had to take my driving test in a stick shift. Then, of course, as I got older, I did buy automatic vehicles. But um, when I needed a vehicle, this was back in 2018, my Ford Focus, which was an automatic, had hit a 270,000 miles, and it needed, uh, oh, crap, catalytic converters. Needed catalytic converters replaced. And I'm like, goodness, I'm going to spend $2,000 to fix a car that ain't worth 500 bucks. So I decided to buy a new car, but I'm cheap. I wanted the absolute 
dirt cheapest car that I could buy. And that uh, from myself, of course. Okay, I wasn't going to buy another brand. The absolute dirt cheapest car that I could buy for myself was a Ford Focus S model manual transmission. And I'm like, you know what? Even people warned me. People said, don't buy a manual transmission. You haven't driven one in, in two decades. You're, gonna, you're not going to remember how. And then, you know, you're, you're going to have to use your hands for that and, you know, not be able to, you know. By the way, buying a stick shift, all right, has been healthier for my driving habits because now, listen, I'm, I'm here to tell you and I'm not ashamed, all right, that in the past I have maybe on occasion been on my phone in the car. Guess what? Can't do it. Can't do it when you drive a manual, all right? You literally eat, you can't, okay? So, parents, for those of you who are worried about their kids being on their cell phones like I am when my kids start driving, guess what? Their first car is going to be stick shift, okay? (laughs) Their first car going to be a stick shift because I don't want them on their phones. And that is literally the only way you could prevent somebody from being on their phone. I mean, honest to God, <laughs> they can't be on their phone in a manual transmission. So I, uh, I have a manual shift. I love it. You're right. I love it in, in bad weather. I, listen, I love my little car. goes everywhere. Okay? And there's your public service announcement. Don't go. Uh, don't go. Don't play Star Trek Fleet Command and Drive. Okay? There you go. Uh, folks, uh, very quickly, I do want to remind you very, very quickly that it is uh, Vita's birthday Okay, it is Vita's birthday, and we are trying to get him a little bit of a gift here. Happy birthday, Vita! All right, I put it. I put it in the uh, in the chat room again there. Okay, and I think uh, I think it's still kind of hanging out there in the graphics room. If you guys would be uh, interested or would be willing, maybe a couple of dollars for our friend Vita to help upgrade his nine-year-old Star Trek Fleet Command device, and maybe that could slightly. Uh, improve his gameplay just a little bit all right thank you guys so very much checking in you know what vita hey vita the talking trek community is coming together for you a little bit talking trek community is coming in here we have for you right now and i challenge you guys we we've gone over about an hour and a half in the show all right uh we've got uh, just under an hour left i challenge you guys for just a little bit more vita right now we've got 93 dollars in our in our talking track for you 93 dollars community thank you all right i'd like to get that up a little bit if we can get that to maybe like two 250 300 bucks i think and then i'll throw in a little bit at the end as my personal uh thank you uh or your birthday gift from the talking trick team and i and i think I think if we can get to, you know, say three, four hundred bucks, I think that buys a good device, right? Does that, does that, I mean, can you get, I think there's still people who listen on podcast. That's true. That's true. So yeah, if you're listening on podcast, please feel free to come in. I'd like to, I'd like to get this number up just a little bit. I'd like to find a nice, decent device for a few hundred dollars that we could send to our friend Vita and, uh, and, and celebrate his birthday and thank him for all of his hours. And guys, when I say all hours, Vita, I would be willing to bet. And, and I don't know this cause you don't turn in a time card. Okay. But I would be willing to bet that you have personally spent, um, hundreds, meaning more than 200 hours. I'm thinking plural hundreds since this show began, you've spent north of 200 hours programming something 
for our show. True or false? That much, maybe. yeah, something like yeah. that. I maybe bet. more. I, I, yeah, I think maybe more is possible. All right. In the last year and a half, north of 200 hours spent programming Vita's bot or spent working on my Discord or spent helping me code this or do that. Uh, here to tell you. All right. Uh, so so before somebody comes to me and says, what's well, my birthday? Do I get a fundraiser? No, this is, this is more along the lines of this is our opportunity as a community to give back to all the things that Vita's done for this show that you may or may not know that he does, which is a lot of work, okay? So uh, I'd like to do something a little special for Vita this year and try to get him a little bit of a, a device uh, if we could do something cool like that, okay? So I'd really appreciate that, and you guys, thank you so very much for the contributions that you guys are continuing to make uh, with our link. And again, if you're listening in podcast form, we have that available in our Discord channel uh, in the graphics room. See, there's that thing again. See, Vita, somebody sent something in for you, okay? There you go. Uh, <laughs> somebody nice. somebody way, sent something for you. I see, I see people saying like, yeah, why don't you uh, do uh, use an emulator? Well, very simple, folks. I'm a coder, and if this game doesn't work the way I want, I start to automate, and I don't want to do that. Well, not only that, but, I mean, guys, I, I know a lot of people do play on emulators, but it is a mobile game, you know, and, and Vita is on the go sometimes. I mean, I know that a lot of us want to be able to check in when we're out. You know, we check in on our phones. So, I mean, listen, yeah, I play uh on my computer but I also play on my phone you know and and what we've got a situation here with right now is that the phone is the challenge so uh that's what we're working for right here and and yes just fyi i'm sure vita does play on an emulator sometimes but you know when he's out and about listen the phone would help okay the phone would help so uh, no actually i don't play this game on an emulator. oh do you not okay see my bad i just assumed yeah i, I did it but I- <laughs> I, I used uh, blues. I used blues text before when I was uh, still a moderator in order to test uh, things on Android as well. When someone reported the bug, that's why I had a second account and as uh, influencer because we were on. A, on the There's a. probably some kind of litigation that he can't talk about. Like, <laughs> well, and not only that, not only that, you mess with too many of our games. No, no, <laughs> no. But not only that, you also cannot. I mean, Blue Mandalorian agrees. I have two phones that I play on. The older one has less memory and crashes ten times more. All right, so it's a real thing. But not only that, and Lord Farquaad really truthfully has it right. Okay, how are you supposed to play this game when you're pooping if you can only play on a computer? Okay, I mean, let's be real here. Okay, at least ten percent of my in-game time is spent in the bathroom. No lie, ain't ashamed. It's a real thing. <laughs> All right. It's, if you have two bathrooms, Vita, you can make one question. your office. <laughs> it's a true. Oh, Chuck's the right. grunts agreeing with me. Just saying. Okay. The bear says, "See a doctor." I don't. Who, do, who play that is much. your cell phone carrier? Vodafone, <laughs> but um, it's a tablet. Uh, so not, it's not a phone. It's a tablet. That's right. So it's on Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in the bathroom right now. <laughs> All right, and guys. He already said if he was doing this with an emulator, he's more likely to automate the system, and he doesn't really want to do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's what I just said. Yeah, don't want to do that, okay? Don't want to do that because technically that's cheating, and Vita's an honest guy. All right, so let's uh, let's uh, move on. <laughs> Tony Rome says, now I can't get that image out of my head. Uh, you're welcome. Hey, DJ, check your <laughs> private messages real quick for me. Oh, I got so many private messages. Um, Oh, cool. Well, listen, I'll reach out to you after the show. That's super, super sweet. 
Uh, so I'm not going to go into details right now, but Vita, Kess, uh, Kess actually has a device that she's just willing to gift you. That might be really, really nice. I don't know. We'll have to talk and see if it's compatible and all that because uh, I don't know. I don't know what services do. Listen, I don't even know what countries belong in what continents, so I am not going to be able to know whether or not this United States phone is going to work for Vita over in Ireland where he is. Oh, yeah. No, it's the Netherlands. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> I was waiting. Just factory set. All I need to know is how much RAM it has, how much memory. Well, we'll talk That's about it after the, the show. Part. And, yeah, we'll talk about it after the show. And I appreciate those of you who are private messaging me. I, I, you know, I get to everybody, but I usually don't do it during the show because uh, I, I got like 30-some messages right now. So I, I, can't, I can't go through all that stuff right now. Um, but uh, do thank you guys for, uh, for your contributions and thank you for your generosity. And, Vita, we will set you something up, okay? Uh, Sobek says, hey, DJs, let's get to some meat and potatoes here. Does our tip start with the letter S? Come on, tell us. Uh, I cannot tell you that it starts with the letter S. Uh, as a matter of fact, I, I am prepared to read it to you uh, if, we are, uh, if we are ready to go. Did you want to start by asking some questions first? Or, uh, Truck and Chick, did you want to ask some questions first, or do you want me to just to go straight into my hand? Because I could give you my hand, and then we'll spend a few minutes doing some Q&A, and then I guess we can, we can get ready to wrap up. A lot of the up. questions might be based on the hint, so go ahead with okay, the Okay, read it, then we ask questions on that. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for our hint of the day for the upcoming January arc. Yes! Let me find it. I wrote it out. It, it, took, some, it took some doing. Yep. All right. It, it took some doing. We had to sit down. We had to write something. And then we had to actually have the conversation. We had to have the conversation about why I wanted to use this hint. Now, me personally, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hint the hint first. All right. Me personally, I find this to be a bigger deal than what Scopely even did. All right. The reason, and by the way, they were listening live last uh, last time, and they specifically said, no, don't share this, because we don't think that it's as big a news as what you think it is. Okay? Me personally, I feel like this is pretty daggone huge. Okay? Now, I, maybe you guys don't agree. Maybe you guys don't agree. But one thing that one of many, I know, things that we have been asking for for over a year is being addressed in this upcoming arc. And me personally, I find this exciting. All right. Now, not all players may. You guys may think that I was acting a fool last time, but I still maintain that this is exciting for me and not not for me. Okay. But I'm excited for players in the community to for whom this affects. And, and I think it's fantastic news. So let me read you my hint at this time. Ladies and gentlemen, here is your hint for the upcoming January arc as related to <clears throat> as related to a resource in the game. Ladies and gentlemen, for the longest time, ISS Jelly BPs were earned only two ways. And coming this arc, you can earn more every seven days. <laughs> See, I'm rhyming. I'm rhyming. A new Tier 3 territory service becomes available to you. Extra refining of iso emulsion you must do. 
<laughs> I'm a poet and I didn't know it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, there is your hint. Okay. Now, I know, I know some people say, really? You guys are not happy with that? You guys, you guys are saying it's poop? Listen, listen. Again, I think this is magnificent. All right. I think this is magnificent and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you, Rax, okay, Raxnar, thank you. You says you can already get blueprints every seven days. Yes, you can from an epic armada chest. And how many do you get from an epic armada chest, you know, typically? I can't believe you guys aren't happy about that. Now, listen, I know it's not everybody. I know it's not everybody because, listen, some of you guys, 39 plus, you already got them. You already got a jelly. This is your chance to give back to your teammates who don't have a jelly yet. Mora says, I'm confused. Epic Neo says, I'm two for eight on pulls. Okay. I usually get, uh, let's see. Oh, the bear says I'm getting between two and eight. I've never gotten eight. I usually get two to five. Okay. I usually get between two and five. I'm so surprised you guys don't care about this. I'm really, really shocked. Okay. I'm really, really surprised. Let me read it to you again, and then we'll talk about it. All right, Blokemon says, I do actually care about this. Okay. Captain Vega says, why should I? I don't have the level for it. Okay. You're right. You have to be level 39 to build it. All right. But you can start earning it at level 36. Raxnar is rolling his eyes at me. Raxnar, you have two jellies. You shush. Okay. It's kind of a big deal, Captain Bull says. We have been screaming for the last 16 months, folks. 16 months. We have been screaming for more ways to earn jelly blueprints. Even last, hang on, chick. Even last month, we said to panic, when are you going? We said it on this show. We said, are we going to see Scopely loosen up on their grip of the commodity that is the ISS jellyfish? And he said, yeah, we're going to do something about it. It's coming up soon. All right. But we didn't give it a whole lot of thought. Well, folks, it's here. Okay. It's here right now. And let me read you your hint again. For the longest time, Jelly BPs were earned only two ways. And coming this arc, you can earn more every seven days. That would seem to indicate that there could be maybe some type of cooldown. A new Tier 3 territory service becomes available to you extra refining of iso emulsion you must do all right let's break this down a new tier three territory service becomes available to you all right a tier three territory service this is a nod to territory capture folks a tier three territory service becomes available to you extra iso emulsion refining you must do. All right, folks, let's let's answer some questions here very quickly. All right. Um, somebody says that how are the two ways to earn jelly blueprints right now? Epic Armada chests and auctions. Okay, that's it. The auctions have been going on for 15 or 16 months. That particular mechanic is an extremely expensive mechanic and requires an extreme payout 
of G3 materials and or possibly G4 materials that make it extremely difficult to obtain a jellyfish, especially if you're not necessarily a big spender. So the Armada chest for people who are not spending, but people surrounded by a good team, people surrounded by a good team that are fortunate enough to be able to earn 5,000 epic Armada credits per week have been able to accumulate blueprints very, very slowly. Okay? But, I mean, obviously, at three, maybe five a week, it takes a long time. It would take over a year to earn a jellyfish in that manner. And now, you can literally almost, well, in some cases, double it or more with a new Tier 3 territory service that will become available to you. Maztec says auctions are getting outrageously expensive. Maztec, you know why that's happening? Because more players are hitting the 36 to 39 bracket. Folks, this is why I thought this would be bigger news. Now listen, if you're an Ops 25, I get it. This is not for you yet. Okay? I get it. But when I saw this this past week on my desk, and I was on the show, and you heard when I got excited. This is what this is what I saw. Because we've been begging for it. We've been begging for it. And more and more of the community are hitting that mid-30s range where they're starting to become eligible to begin saving for this ship. FYI, FYI, I do not know what ops level you will be required to make this exchange. What if... You could start earning jelly blueprints as low as Ops 30, folks. All right, and I do not know. Trust me, I I promise I don't know. All right, I don't know. 36 plus can compete in the auction. But what if you could start earning jelly blueprints at Ops 32? That gives you a jump start for the future. Okay, now the bear says, if it's trying to take my ISO for BPs, that's terrible. It's already a bottleneck for the research. Uh Uh-oh, bear. That was exactly my response. That was exactly my response. And you know what I was told? As with all things in this game, you have a decision to make. As with all things in this game, you have a decision to make. And as with the quotes of players like Gregor and Big Country from literally day one, this game is not about, uh, this game is more about asset management than it is really anything else. Okay? Now, I'm with Crazy says a tier three territory service. I wonder how many players this is actually going to benefit. Tier three territories are in short supply. I don't disagree, but do you not think that this could shake up the map a little bit? What if... Nah, we'll leave it right there. So will there? Hey, will they discontinue so the jellyfish auction? Uh, not to my knowledge. They didn't say so. God, I hope... I, I mean, so I, it's just okay. yet another avenue. Another okay. avenue. Hey, good evening, Gregor. How are you, buddy? Welcome to the show. Hey, good evening to you, sir. Good evening. I'm fine. Very good. John DeLay says this is a step in the right direction. Okay. Haven says no one can take the tier three from those of us who hold them. All right. I am going to maybe potentially suggest. Maybe potentially, Gregor, suggest that it may be 
it may be time for your map to look just a little bit differently. Just saying. Maybe time that your map will start to change colors a little bit. Possibly. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. But listen, let me, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. If your alliance, if your alliance is out there and you've got a bunch of mid-30s level players, I mean just a bunch, okay, does it not make sense for you and your players long-term to maybe consider trying to get this service? I mean, let me ask you, does this service pose the potential or the longevity or, or the uh, abilities in this game that the research represents as well? I mean, you guys made moves for particles. Why not make a move for a jellyfish? Just saying. I mean, I don't know. Housekeeping well, says it's, it's it's the enterprise of G four, right? Like as far as usability, yeah, it's really one of the best ships, cost to power ratio. Housekeeping says I don't know. Sounds like more gaming the system. Sounds like a lot more alliance hopping to me. You know, I hope I hope not housekeeping, but you know what? You're probably right. You're probably right. Moro says so. Wait, are they trying to get us to stop being so static in territory capture? Maybe. Maybe. Stevens Aaron says, so there are ways to prep for a jelly event, but this is going to make it faster. All right. Fluffy Puma says, there's already servers out there with coalitions that hop alliances between five or six different alliances just to get everything that everybody needs. That's disappointing, Fluffy. I don't like that concept, but I understand people do it. And, you know, if Scopely didn't want it to happen, it wouldn't happen. So... It's within the parameters of the game. You've got an eight-hour cooldown, and you lose your alliance benefits, so your alliance rewards if you do it. Then you know what? If that's worth the risk to you, and that's what you decide to do, then that's what you do. All right. Me personally, I don't, I don't like that particular method. But if that's what you want to do, then go be it. Go do it. All right. The bear says we're going to have to move eventually. Maybe this can kick up a little dust. All right. Maybe so. Maybe so. All right. Commander Taylor says, <laughs> you know, I like your idea. He says, change the eight-hour cooldown to 72 hours. Believe it or not, Taylor, that is exactly what I proposed uh, here like a month ago. All right. Was to change the eight-hour cooldown to 72 hours. That way you, I mean, you really, like there was no coming back. Even for the next day's refine. You know what I'm saying? There was no coming back. There was no coming back in time. Like you were giving up just to pick up that one particle. You were giving up two days of the other particle. So, but Scopely did not go with that. So this is not a, necessarily a concern for them, I, I, I suppose. So, you know what? While Scopely's allowing it, yeah, go for it. Okay, I guess. Go do it. But eventually, you know, things are going to become available. Things are going to happen in the game where you might not be as free to do that. So, I mean, right now, while there's literally no penalty, you might as well, I guess. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of it. Uh, Blue Mandalorian says, is it all the Tier 3 territories or only half of them? I have heard whispers of only half. Where would you hear that? Nobody's supposed to. Listen, Blue, nobody's supposed to have this information but me and the other NDAs. So if you heard something about it then it's either 
a guess, or somebody breached their contract, one or the other. But it could be, it could just be a guess. All right. So there you go. Sobek says he's trolling you. Fake news. I don't know. I don't know. There you go, folks. That's uh, that is our 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 hint of the day, really, right there. Now, somebody wants a sub thirty six hint. All right, which I honestly didn't really have prepared. Uh, but I'll give you something, chick. All right, I'll give you something. So, uh, if you wanna if you wanna come in and you wanna start answering your que- or asking your questions, and I'll let you do that. Okay. Um, and then we will, um, we'll get ready to wrap up. I'm going to give it maybe, I'm going to give you 10 minutes. Okay. 10 minutes. And then we're going to, we're going to move on, uh, and get ready to play our game and, and get the heck on out of here. Uh, Bizarro says, can 15 merge with 17? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, merges aren't something I have any information on. Uh, let's see. Okay. Padawan says, Hey, can you tell us anything about a market? and new hostels in territory. I haven't heard anything about either of those two things. I, you know, I do love you guys. I do. I, I just don't always understand why you ask the questions that you know I'm not going to have the answer to, like about a market. We've been asking Panic about a market for a year and a half. I got nothing on a market. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I got nothing on that. Uh, let, me <laughs> let me look here. Um, let's see. Captain Taylor says, new ARC info. All right, here's what I can tell you. I, I can't tell you a whole lot about you know, the new arc itself. Uh, but I will tell you this in true form, we will have a video that will be published during the downtime maintenance that will be out. That will tell you everything about this new arc. Now I, you know what? I will tell you this. I will tell you this. Um, I am super excited, Gregor, and I'm probably teetering on the edge of what I can say, but I said this in the official the other day. So I feel like I'm all right. You know, we get, uh, I, me personally, I feel like we have been getting slightly more creative writing and creative uh, sidebar events. Like the events that go into the news center that we get the calendar for, I've kind of been digging those. I don't know about you guys, but I've kind of been liking most of them, okay? Um, not all of them, but most of them I've, I've really actually enjoyed. Truck and Chick, your first question. Panic on Wednesday? No, panic not here on Wednesday. Um, McDougal says, if the new arc is the next generation, will they add more faction ships? I don't know. Um, what I can tell you is that I have no knowledge of any immediate plans for new ships. Uh, nothing better says any update on if we can disable banner notifications. God, I would give my left arm for that. So, but no, I don't have any updates on that. Didn't they already confirm it's toss and not TNG though? They haven't confirmed anything. They haven't confirmed anything, but there's a lot. They, I thought he did. It's okay. toss. Come on. There's we, a lot of we've Easter. Got the hint in the final mission, we've got the hint with the uh, with the avatars. We got. Yeah, it's of course. There's a. It, sure. Oh my God! It's not toss for the for the fifth and final time. Please don't. Gregor is on a campaign. He told me in private the other day. He said, "Listen." He said, I, "By the end, by the end of of our by the time we're done talking about it." I'm going to make you say toss. I refuse. I won't do it. Okay? It is not. said it. (laughs) In a quote. I mean, that was a quote. Okay? Okay, T-O-S. So you still said it. (laughs) It's not. Tequila says I'm the weird one. Do you guys literally always call it toss? I mean, seriously. Do you really call it? Really? Toss and ting. Toss and ting. Toss and ting. Oh, my God. Get the hell out of here. (laughs) 
No, it's TOF <laughs> and TNT. Thank you. TOF. Because he keeps saying it. <laughs> God, get out of here. He does. Anyway, uh, obviously, obviously, there's a ton of Easter eggs in the game. William Shatner's already been in the game. I mean, obviously, I, everything looks like it's going to be the original series, okay? That's what we think it's going to be. Um, <laughs> Prater5 says, I don't know. It could be a toss-up. <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, Prater Five's a dad. <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, what we do know, based on Wednesday's hint, that this arc is going to have new officers and new research for you to do. Okay? New officers, new research, and from today's hint, at least one new service okay now i do want to address somebody's comment a minute ago because i knew it was going to come up i knew it was going to come up he said so basically the strongest alliances who hold tier three systems are going to get jellies more easily sounds like a top end of town tax cut matt i don't disagree with you the way it is on the surface but but Here's what I've been saying literally since day one of Territory Capture. Okay? Territory Capture has been on the wall for a year. Okay? Guys, let me ask you a question. All right? Let me be super real. Is Big here yet? Because I know the game probably just started a minute ago. Okay? So his Steelers are on against the Browns. There we go. It's already 14 nothing Browns. Oh, so he's, listen, we don't want big right here, right now. Okay. And Chubb is running all over the Steelers defense. You know what? It's a big country. Big country is not going to be a happy camper. He's a huge Steelers fan, like a big time Steelers fan. Um, I didn't even want to tell him that I actually put 20 bucks on the Browns tonight. Like I didn't, I didn't want to tell him that, but I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like the Browns, I, I kind of feel like they got something in them tonight. Okay. I mean, I, I just do. Uh, anyway, did you get odds on it? Uh, no, I just know I have to beat the spread. That's all I got to do. If I so, if I win, I I I get forty bucks back. He's already paid my twenty in. So basically, I bet twenty bucks. If I if I win, I get twenty dollars. If I lose, they keep my twenty dollars. It's super easy. It's just kind of like one of the cards. I just have to beat the spread. Which what? It's I, don't, I think the bread uh, the spread seven points, right? Right? Aren't yeah, just, aren't so just... if, if you're... If you're um, oh, it's only five and a half. I'm here now. Per- yeah, so uh, somebody said... Housekeeping said it's only five and a half points. I thought it was seven when I filled out my card, but but nonetheless, that's... Yeah, I took the Browns. Took the Browns. All right? And, and if I'm not mistaken, I think the Steelers were... Again, when I filled out my card, the Steelers were giving them seven. Now you say it's only five and a half, but I think on my card, I still get to play on my card. So Steelers got to give them seven. Uh oh, <laughs> housekeeping says now it's twenty-one to nothing. All right, so we're not going to get big country on the show tonight. All right, but anyway, um, oh my god, I complete. Oh, the so the the strongest alliances thing. Okay, the strongest alliances thing. Gregor, I don't disagree with that on the surface, but here here's where I'm going to tie the last thirteen months back together. Okay, when I tie thirteen months together, I start with Crucible of War. Okay, then I move on to Apex. And I and I know I'm I'm gonna sound like I know I'm gonna sound like a broken record, guys. And I'm sorry. I know ninety percent of you guys in here, you've got this concept. But but for the other ten percent who are listening, maybe you're listening, you know, for the first time. Maybe maybe you have not listened to my show. Maybe you don't know me. Maybe you've never heard this message. So I'm gonna say it again. Okay. 
The writing has been on the wall for 13 months. This game is more about team play today than it ever has been before. You have to determine, all right, if you're going to sacrifice the benefits awarded to larger teams for some sense of loyalty or some sense of, um, of uh, what's the word I'm thinking of here? Some sense of emotional attachment to a tag or, you know, I, 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 Captain Planet says one big player means nothing to f- versus 50 medium ones. Ah, bull crap. Bull crap. Yeah, it's definitely not in territories. That's not true. That's not true at all. Zero, zero truth to that statement, Planet. Well, well, no, no, no. I think we read that wrong. One big player means nothing versus... Oh, sorry. Okay, Captain Planets, you're a thousand percent correct. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. I did read that wrong. All right, I read that exactly wrong. You are agreeing with me a a gazillion percent. Now, Maztec says... Maztec says that Star Trek Fleet Command is a solo play game with a light social component and light social goals that has a hardcore 60-plus team member simultaneous group activity put onto it. Let me break that down. Maztec, I I guess I can agree with that in a, from a factual standpoint. If I was a lawyer and I was reading that, then I guess I would technically have to agree with you. Okay. But I, I think more importantly, the good news is, is even if you're not in a top three alliance that maybe obtains these territory services that's removing competition from the pool by allowing them to acquire jellyfishes through other means for well, the auctions if they're still around okay i could go with that i could go with that if you if if you get one from the service then the auctions i mean listen anything that you do to speed up people's acquisitions of a uh, of a lawyer of a jelly is going to bring down the limited commodity of the auctions of, of the auction it, it, it's it's supply and demand, folks, okay? The more in demand a product is, the more expensive it is. So you add more supply, cost will go down, okay? However, I am going to come back and say that I do believe and I still maintain that this game today requires, and, I, and yes, I'm saying requires, if you want to be a successful player as far as event payout and rewards then you must be on an active team. And if you're a progression player. If, if you're, you're a progression, progression player, player, then you got to be on a strong team. All right? And I don't Certainly mean helps. I don't mean you got to be on the top, you know, 3 teams. All right? But but yeah, you got to you kind of got to play in the top 10. And by the way, by the way, I know that people are going to disagree with me on this. But who's to say that you gotta that you gotta stay with with that team forever? All right, and I, and again, I know what I'm saying is is just absolute blasphemy. Okay, but there's nothing wrong with jumping from the level twentieth alliance to the number eleventh alliance, and then jumping to the number seven alliance, and then going to the number two alliance, or maybe even eventually getting to the number one alliance. Okay, I. I <clears throat> that's not necessarily my style, okay? But it doesn't it doesn't matter what my style is. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? All right, Prater, you say you uh, you've been with your line since December of eighteen. I I can't say that. 
Uh-oh. There's an ESPN notification. What's happening? Browns recover fumble in the end zone. Oh, that's on the first play of the game. All right, never mind. My ESPN's a little slow. Yeah, that's old news. <laughs> Sorry. Old news. <sighs> as opposed to fake news. All right, yes. <laughs> old news. All I'm saying is, guys, this game's always been a team play game. All right, I, I, that's what I believe. It's always, it's always. Let me rephrase. You know what? No, I'm, I'm going to back off on that. I don't think it's always been a team play game. I think starting in December of 19, that this game started to become more surrounding of, of you know, becoming more important uh, with the team play alliance, communication, coordination. All right, the Commodore role finally started to mean something. Okay. I think uh, in 2019, alliances finally started to make sense to have more than just a group of people together. You got it. That's, that's very true. Meaning to it. You're right. That's very true. All right. Deadly Ether says, hopping alliances with no loyalty makes it to where no one wants to help you. Listen, I'm not saying, you know, be the village, you know, be the village whore. Okay. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. All right. I'm saying that when you join a team, work hard contribute and 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 be friendly and do your part and most players listen i i believe this most players are not going to hold it personally or get mad at you if you decide you have an opportunity to escalate your gameplay one of the biggest reasons all right and i've told you guys this story before one of the biggest reasons that i stayed where i was so long as admiral of uka was out of feeling of loyalty and out of feeling of obligation and responsibility to the players wearing my tag. But folks, for six months, maybe more, for six months or more, I personally was stuck. I was stuck. My progression came to a halt. Folks, that may describe you, okay, that eventually you will outgrow your alliance. Don't care who you are. Unless you're in the number one alliance. All right. You can outgrow your alliance eventually. And at that point, you have to have a real conversation with yourself. Am I going to stay out of loyalty? Am I going to stay out of obligation? Am I going to stunt my progression? Or do I want to continue to grow? Okay. And, and that's, your own, that's only your decision to make. That's only your decision to make. But... Some people are going to decide to move up. Okay? And, and when that happens, you can improve your gameplay. And by the way, you can still be friendly with those people. You can still have fun in the game. It doesn't mean that you can't talk to these people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, it's, that's silliness. How many, how many players in the NFL come up after a game, and regardless of win or loss, Okay, come up to each other and hug each other, smack each other on the butts and trade jerseys. All right. How many of these guys talk outside of Sundays? How many of these people send each other emails or phone calls or text messages? Guys, these people are professionals, just like this is crazy enough, just like we are, quote unquote, professionals in this game. Okay. Now, Blue says, are you saying the biggest biggest players should be consolidated into one alliance? No, I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying that while your alliance continues to serve you, 
by you and 75 other players serving it to a mutually beneficial position. And when that stops being mutually beneficial is when it's time to look for options. Okay? That's when it's time to look for options. Right now, my alliance serves me wonderfully. We're not ranked number one, nor am I the number one player in it. All right, but they serve me great. I get paid wonderfully. I work hard for them. I grind. I go up and and smash Capital City Traders for 48 hours on end. Okay? I work hard. I work hard for my team. But my point is that while you when you get to the point where you you just you, it's a team game folks it's a team game I, I i can't say anything else i'm on i'm a broken record i've said this a gazillion times and and people are going to get mad at me people are going to get mad at me but you know what by the way there are people listening in this podcast right here right now in this room who have sent have sent me messages before and said you know what i took your advice i finally moved I finally went up, and oh my goodness, my eyes have been opened. It's insane, the comparison between this alliance and the last alliance. Rewards, packs purchased maybe, all right, placement in events, chat, armadas, helps. Guys, there's a dozen components of an active team. A dozen components of an active team, and it will get better. It'll get better. And if we have learned anything about the NFL trap, Lord, is that this game is not over. It's not even halftime yet, if I'm not mistaken. Okay? It's the first quarter. Correct. Still a lot of game left, okay? Still a lot of game left. Um, All right, folks. But you might want want to send BG a condolence message. I'm not speaking to him this evening. I I love him. I love him. He needs his space tonight. Gregor, you you going to call big right now? Because not me. Not I'll me. probably message him. <laughs> Say, I think somebody left a brown streak on your team. <laughs> I think that's a very bad idea. <laughs> it's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Folks, we're going to take a very quick break. When we come back, we're going to play a game. I'll answer one or two more qu- quick questions. We'll get ready to get out of here, okay? My name is Ultimate DJs. You're listening to Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in a moment. Hang on. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Hostess Slinkies the cream-filled sponge cakes that can walk downstairs. I can't believe they're sending us to prepare Joe Biden for the inauguration. You know, if they were smart, they'd have us prep Kamala because, let's be honest, she's taking over in a month. This guy's totally lost his marbles. Would you stop it? Joe's as sharp as a tack. Hey, Joe, we're here to prep you for the inauguration. Absolutely not. But, Joe, they're swearing you in on January 20th. Come on, let's get real here. We are. You're going to be president because you beat Trump. I I don't remember that ever happening. Fine, fine. You're right. Well, assuming you were president, what would you tell the people? I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. Excuse me one second. Kamala, listen, we're going to stop by to prepare you for the inauguration. I'll explain when I see you. But you're taking shots at me like it's Patron And I'm just like, damn It's 7 a.m. Say it in the street, that's a knockout 
first quarter everybody just calm down anything can happen right here I'm <laughs> Captain Planet says I'm man enough to admit I like a bit of Tay Tay listen I'm with you man I love Taylor Swift I've actually I've even actually alleged that she uh, she plays Star Trek Fleet Command and just FYI uh, Taylor I am still by the way I've never rescinded my offer I am more than willing to uh, be your um, your tutor when it comes to this game, I can I can turn you into a level fifty, bro. Would she be a level fifty, bro? Or should be a level fifty, be a level fifty sis? I don't think she could be a level fifty, bro. Can you be a level fifty, bro? I think any level fifty could be a level fifty, bro. I mean, really, truthfully, Gregor, would you accept Taylor Swift into the level fifty club? Uh, I don't know. I've been watching the new Discovery, so I guess so. I guess anybody can be anything. A, le- <laughs> a level 50 broette. We could do that. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> Aztec got the crazy. I don't know. <clears throat> Listen, in all fairness, in all fairness, I'm, I, I can't disagree with him. I've not really been, I've not been digging the new Discovery season. All right, not, not super much. Uh, anyway, good evening, folks. Uh, two minutes, questions, then we play a game. I've got a game of strip club or daycare prepared for today. Uh, strip club or daycare for a game of deal or no deal. And uh, and by the way, I did swap out a couple of prizes, Gregor. I, I, I changed a few and increased uh, the amounts of a few. Kind of an overhaul of the prize closet. I was like, oh my gosh. Gosh, would you would you look at all those directives over there just gathering dust? So we're going to give away a bunch more of those. And and I was, I was looking through some of the folders and I found a couple million officer xp and i'm like oh my god i gotta get rid of that so you know we'll, we'll throw that in there and and uh and loyalty tokens gosh uh loyalty tokens while we're talking about loyalty tokens how cool would it be now to receive a prize of say like 15 or 20 loyalty tokens you know if we can maybe potentially possibly get those uh, those photon tokens into the game hint hint nudge nudge scopely yeah liking them photon tokens um, just saying, you know, maybe if you want to introduce those into the game, that'd be cool. I mean, I'm down with that. All right. Uh, McStuck says, who paid for all this? Uh, fortunately, it wasn't me. <laughs> fortunately, it wasn't me. Marketing. Uh, yeah. Uh, marketing department at Scopely World Gaming International Headquarters Entertainment Domestic Products, LLC. All right. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, man. You know what? Hey, Gregor. People have been asking me about. People have been asking me about a hint for under under thirty six. Please address me by my new tag. Uh, your new tag. What's what's your new tag? <laughs> oh God! What's his new tag? Somebody help me out. Uh, where I don't see you typing anything. All right, where where are you? Oh my dear Lord! It's in just heaven. a symbol. Tos artist. Tos. Oh. 
Uh, anyway, uh, Tony Rome says I can't hear Gregor. Uh, maybe maybe you have him muted because he's he's certainly coming through loud and clear here. Um, yes, thank you, Cheapo. It was. I probably offended you at some time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what, uh, Gregor? I think that I could potentially formulate a hint for players under level 36 if if you guys would want one. If you're not interested, it's fine. We can move on. We've been on the air too long. Um, but, uh, you know, we can move right along if you guys are, are interested in that. Um, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> All right. Under 36 hint. I, I've got one. So, you guys, you heard Wednesday's hint that said there would be new officers and research into the game. New officers and research moving into the game. How excited would you be how excited would you be if I gave you the number of researches? I wonder how specific I can be. Or do you think I could give one actual research, Gregor? <laughs> Probably um, not without clearance, Clarence. <laughs> it's Sunday night. It's late. I'm not going to get clearance, Clarence. Um, okay. NCCs just tell us if it's an add-on or if it's a new tree. Um, okay, I can tell you that. It's definitely not a new tree. Okay, they are add-ons. Um, there's there's a few. Okay, there's a few. Um, oh, you know what? I know. I know what hint I'm going to give for the under 36s. All right, here you go. All right. These new researches, I'm going to give you three little hints built into one. Because I'll tell you this, I personally love, Gregor, I got a chance to look at all of them, uh, and I love them. I love them, okay? And I don't say that about research very often. I love them. As a matter of fact, I'm going to tell you why I love them so much, Maztec. He says, new researches must be level locked to level 37. Nope. As a matter of fact, here's hint number one. Zero new currencies in this arc. That's one. So the new researches, no new currency. That's tiny hint number one. Tiny hint number two is it is research that has never before been incorporated into the game. These researches are brand spanking new. And FYI, their percentage bonuses are significantly high, making a significant impact in the game and your third piece to that hint no i don't tell me to be gone that's a good hint and the third piece to this hint the third piece to this hint is going to speak to the target okay and when and when i say target i don't even mean like the player who's supposed to be working on this or that what i what i am telling you is the target of these researches were younger level players and what i mean in that and but is going to benefit everybody in the game in one way or another gregor i will tell you as an ops 49 you personally will benefit from more than one of these researches in a significant way and yes i mean significant all right but what about if i'm ops 27 if you are ops 27 you can benefit from 100% of these researches in a new and significant way. As a matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, this is the biggest part of the hint, and I wasn't even supposed to give it, but I'm going to give it to you because you wanted an under-36 hint. So here it is. 
100% of players at ops 28 or higher will be able to complete 100% of this research with zero research dependencies. And there you go. Boom. I can't believe I did so much. I can't believe I said so much. All right. Captain Planet says, now we're talking. That's huge. Trap Lord says, wait a second. You mean there's no prerequisites? Yes, Trap Lord. I'm saying that 100% of the new research, if you are Ops 28, all right, because some, some of the research is gated to like Ops 24 uh, to start it or 26 or something like that. But, but here's what I'm telling you. The last, the last Ops gateway, the last Ops gateway is Ops 28. If you're 28 or higher, you can do 100% of this research. Okay? Guys, I can't... Th- w- Scopely, listen to it. Now, wait a second. You guys are... What, what are you guys complaining about now? What are you guys complaining about now? Prime, prime, prime. Everybody's complaining about the primes. Yes, there's going to be a new prime. Yes. Yes, there's going to be a new prime. It's not all prime. Okay? I'm here to tell you... A majority of this research is I an mean, optimist oh you stole my job <laughs> mac optimus prime listen i'm here to tell you yeah uh, you know what i've given you i've given you guys plenty i can't believe you're complaining i can't believe you're complaining all right yes there are some primes you can buy some of these if you want all right but the rest of them are completely free with normal in-game currency already and will be extremely beneficial, especially, especially for younger level players. But are you kidding me, Stoney? Seriously disappointed you are. My dear God. I can't, I, I can't be disappointed because I don't know much about it yet. I mean, yeah, how- what are you dis? You know what, Stony? I'm gonna call you out. I'm gonna call. Oh, you saw that little screenshot? Yeah. And I'm- okay. So fine. It's a prime. You saw that prime. Big deal. There's more. All right. I mean, goodness gracious. And for the for the younger, lower level player, I'm here to tell you these new researches are gonna change your grind in this game. Okay. There you go. Truck and Chick says, this sounds like great news. It is. Okay? It's going to change your grind in this game. Sobek says, now that's a hint. I love it. Bring it on. McDougal says, good hints. Dr. Link's, you know what? Let's use Dr. Link, for example. Dr. Link says, perfect. I'm Ops 24. Dr. Link, let me tell you, at Ops 24, let me find my little list here. At Ops 24, you will be able to unlock at a minimum you'll be able to five percent 75 percent of the new research and that's as far as i'm going that's it dr link as a level 24 you will have access to a minimum of 75 percent of these nodes as an ops 24 lord grumpy says from an ops 28 i'm actually excited to see something for us smaller players buddy it's coming as an ops 28 you can access the entire all of it all of it okay so there you go spock the avenger says wow everything is for the lower level players spock 
fucking killing me. <laughs> You're killing me. Oh, this is why. This is why. <laughs> Gregor, you missed it earlier. Someone sent me a message. And by the way, I love you. Okay, I, I'm not making fun at all. But he told me that I didn't do enough content on this show for 46 plus. And, <laughs> and wanted me to focus on 46 plus more, which I'm happy to do. Listen, I'm, I've always said I'll focus on. I'll give. I'll try to represent as many as levels of ops as I can, but sometimes it's hard because I can't see everything. Can't see everything, but there you go. Uh, and guys, there you go. That's all I'm giving you. Okay, that's all I'm giving you today. I've given you way more than I was supposed to, but I, I wanted you to have something to be excited about. And you guys were apparently not excited about the jelly. I, I was shocked about that. I was shocked that you weren't excited about the jelly. But you know, there's the jelly, and there's some stuff now uh there there's your stuff so let's summarize we got new officers we got new research we've got new ways to obtain obtain the jelly we got research keyed in on we got research keyed in on low to mid-level players that will quote unquote impact your grind all right and um and therefore, anything that impacts a grind is going to impact your progression. Maztec says, what a thrill this last Wednesday, but you build it up too much. I don't think, okay, maybe I did. I personally am super excited about everything that I've seen. You know what? One of the biggest complaints, and then we got to wrap up. We've been on too long, and I, and I don't know how that happened because we really didn't have much to talk about. We have always complained that Arc 1, that Arc 1 has been too slow. Gregor, we've said that before. We've said it yep. every single arc. Arc one is too damn slow. Usually all it is is an officer auction with submissions. Right? We've yep. always complained. We've always complained that, that arc one is too slow. I, I hear, I kind of think that Scopely said, okay, we hear you. Now, listen, <laughs> you know, we can't get into the bulk of our content yet because we haven't warmed you guys up to what this arc is. So let's kick it up a notch. Let's give them a few things that they've been asking for. We'll incorporate them into the arc. And while we're at it, let's throw a bone to some of our younger level players. But, I, I, you know, now granted, granted, Spock said it, um, that there's, does, it doesn't sound like there's a heck of a lot here for, for higher level players. Well, new officers are coming. Okay, we already know that hint. And just because, Spock, and here's your special hint, and then I quit, damn it. Spock, just because a research only requires Ops 28 to unlock doesn't mean that you won't use the hell out of this research. Gregor, I'm here to tell you 1,000% because I know you personally, and I have heard... Something that you have said at some point to me over the last 12 months. Spock, you too. Mac, you too. Witch, you too. Foe, you too. Anybody level... You know what? Fine. Anybody level 40 plus, you listen to these words. Anybody level 40 plus, you will 100%. You will 100%. You just just went down by magnitude. You told me 1,000% before. Fine, whatever. 1,000%, million percent. I don't care. You will be okay. thrilled to death. You will be thrilled to death, thrilled to death with a certain piece of research that is coming this month. All right. You you are 
don't tell me. Don't tell me no. I'll argue until I'm blue in the face. Ragsnar says I'm going to hold you to it. I hope you do because I guarantee – I guarantee you, ships I, are going to be cheaper to repair. At G4. If I have, if oh, I have oh ever, boy. if I have ever had a personal conversation with you where this topic has come up, you have all agreed, okay? And we've got a research coming for you that addresses that topic. All right, there you go. Okay, and now, now you're really done. Now you're done. My God, seventeen hints later, we're done. We're done. Damn it. Yeah! all right <laughs> i like it no i got nothing else to do uh by the way nothing better to do i have no idea on bug fixes okay i have not seen the list yet i got no clue on that we'll have to see that when we read the patch notes uh somebody just said raxnar said my god this sounds an awful lot like best ship ever <laughs> Gregor, I am still known in the community for quoting that about the Discovery best ship ever. Listen, Raxnar, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, you're going to enjoy, you're going to enjoy this research. Okay, you, you're going to, you're going to like it. You're going to like it a lot. <laughs> Skippy sounds like a Wellard. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up, man. Shut up. All right, you're killing me. <laughs> Terrible. All right, there's research coming for everybody, I promise. Goodness gracious. Best research in the fleet? I don't know. I don't know. It's You know what? It's all new. It's all new. None of these have been repeated before. They're brand spanking new. Good writing on this one. Oh. All right. <laughs> it's been a long show. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. Nick Burns says, this is exactly what we need. Creative writing, creative research. It's coming. I'm a crazy says, do you know when it will launch? Last time you mentioned the timeline was not revealed. Unfortunately, timeline still hasn't been revealed, but it is coming soon. All right. Oh, my. All right. Let's get let's get this thing going. I got to get out of here. All right. Vita's bot. What is happening? Whoa. What is happening? My keyboard. Maybe my keyboard was what was causing all that noise earlier. Because look what it just did. Just got the C button stuck. All right. <laughs> Vita's bot. Let's find ourselves a winner. Vita's bot. Congratulations to you, Twab. Congratulations. Is All right. Twab? It is Twab. Twab. I've always called him Twab. I don't know. Come, come in, Twab. I, I don't know if I should be reading this any more carefully than I already have. What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong with Twab? I'm going with Twab. Twab. T-Wab. T-Wab. A-A-Ron. <laughs> A-A-Ron. A-A-Ron. All right. Twab says that's good. Twab, can you play in voice or do you need to play in text tonight? You can play in voice or you can play in text. Twab is here. Server 22 is representing. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here, Twab. He says, I got to play text. I am at work right now. Okay. Twab, you know the rules. It's deal or no deal. All right. You got to pick a chest. One through 20. I'm going to use a random number generator. And I'm also going to pick a chest one through 20. And I'm going to upload mine here right now. All right, Twab, go ahead and pick your chest. I am uploading mine. This is the chest we're going to play with. Yours is going to stay with you. Okay. You're choosing chest lucky number 13. Ironically, I also, my random number generator went with lucky number seven. All right. So, Twab, 
You got 13 DJs taking chest number seven. Number 13 is going to stay a secret. Chest number seven includes... All right, that ain't bad. Chest number seven includes a thousand faction credits of your choice. All right, a thousand faction credits of your choice. That is contained within chest number seven. But chest number 13 is yours. And at the end of the game, we're going to use it to determine how much of your prize you get to keep in one way or another. All right, the game is deal or no deal. You got three seconds to answer. Uh, Today's game is strip club or daycare strip club or daycare where you got to choose i'm going to give you a business name you got to choose if it's a strip club or daycare each correct question gets you 20 percent of your prize twab you ready to play twab says we are ready to play all right ladies and gentlemen let's play the game it's deal or no deal strip club or daycare twab three seconds to answer here we go strip club or daycare sugar daddy San Antonio, Texas. Sugar Daddy. Twomp says that's a strip club. Thank God you are correct. That is a strip club. Hollywood Quarters. Hollywood Quarters. Union, New Jersey. Strip club or daycare? Hollywood Quarters. Twomp says that's a daycare. Wow. It's an odd guess, but you got it. Very good. How about Giggles Cottage? Giggles Cottage. Peoria, Illinois. Strip club or daycare? Twomp. Twab is typing. He says, that is a daycare, and, and it's creepy again. Very good at Giggles. Planets, I think that, that'd actually be a great strip club name. Giggles. I like it. All right, Twab, how about this one? All-Stars. All-Stars, San Antonio, Texas. All-Stars. He says, it's a strip club. You got that one correct. That's four out of four so far, and for the perfect score. For the perfect score, Twab. Perfect Angels, Freeport, New York. Perfect Angels. Strip club or daycare? Twab says that's a daycare. Did he score the first 100% perfect score of 2020? 2021? 2020? Did you of 2020? No, you did not. But you did of 2021. Congratulations to you, buddy. A perfect score. A perfect score, which means, hold on, this is actually different. We don't get to do this very often. We don't get to do this very often. A perfect score means you actually get a little bit more transparency. You get to take the full thousand faction credits. All right. And by the way, it says faction credits. It says faction credits, but I could probably maybe be convinced to try to include indies in that. Okay. I think I could probably get away with indies. So you got a thousand of those. Or since you scored a hundred percent, since you scored a hundred percent, I'm gonna reveal to you the contents of chest number thirteen so you get an open choice. Captain Planets, where'd you get twelve hundred from? I said a thousand. <laughs> okay, a thousand faction credits, and I even include indies in there. Or chest number thirteen contains two million frequency modulators 2 million frequency modulators I don't know where you're at I don't I don't know where you're at listen if you haven't finished up with your Frankie you haven't finished with your Frankie yet he, gra- he, he, he grabs the credits he just said it oh I didn't see him where are you at Twab 
<laughs> Where did the, oh he's yeah I see Both it. Stony. I see it. He wants the credits, ladies and gentlemen. A thousand independent credits. Congratulations, you twop. <laughs> Frankie has been maxed for months now. Well, congratulations to you, Twab. On server 22, a thousand independent credits are yours. Congratulations. Thank you for listening to the show. Appreciate you listening live here. Uh, speaking of the of listening live, for those of you listening in podcast form, listen, sometimes you can't get here for the live taping, and that's okay. We still have opportunities for you to win. Even though we have our little listen to win game here at the end of the show, we still have an off-air registration where you can listen and not even be listening to the show, okay? even If you win, we'll even reach out to you, okay? All you got to do is register, and that is going up into our Spam It room. The Spam It game is simple. Just come in. Just register. And all you do to register is type anything. Send a meme. Spam the room. Type a comment. Use an emoji. All you got to do is send a message in that room. Our bot's going to catch you, register you, and we draw that every uh, other Wednesday. Actually, it's technically, I guess it's the first and third Wednesdays of the month. We did one just a few days ago. And uh, that was on, what, January 7th, I think. And we're going to do another one on January. It was January 6th we did one. We're going to do another one on January 20th. 500 uncommon G3 or G4 materials. All right, and that's your chance to play off the air as well. So uh, thank you guys so very much. I apologize. Listen, I apologize. if I did happen to accidentally say 1,200, then that's my fault. It definitely says 1,000. So if I said that, I'm super duper apologetic, but it's still only a thousand. And I'm stretching to do independent credits when it just says faction credits. And let's not let's not think that I didn't stretch on my hint today too. I'm probably going to get talked to about that. Okay, <laughs> probably going to hear about that. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> may potentially get an have a conversation about that uh yeah there's no doubt that on sunday nights i'm definitely more irresponsible i think you guys got way more out of me tonight than than what i was supposed to supposed to give uh yeah yes razik there was a hint you know and I, i'm just done i'm done i'm done with it tonight guys thank you <laughs> thank you uh thank you guys so very much for being here my name is ultimate djs you've been listening to a time uh, live taping of Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Please visit us on our website by going to the following link. Go to TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online, where you're going to find links to our show, links to past episodes, links to our Amazon channels and our YouTube channels and our uh, and our PayPal. Oh, gosh. Yeah, hey, Vita, let's check your PayPal real quick, man. Let's do that very quickly. And if you guys are listening in podcast form, we are celebrating Vita's birthday. I would very, very much appreciate you dropping a dollar or two in her PayPal. It's going to buy Vita a new a new technologically advanced and superior gift for his birthday since he does so very much for the show. I'd appreciate that very much. You guys check out our PayPal. Uh, oh, look, somebody just did it, Vita. Someone literally just now threw in a couple dollars there. We're going to check your balance and uh, we'll uh, we'll keep the public updated on what we've been able to gather. You guys be sure to do that. Visit our website again, TalkingTrekSTFC.online for all that great stuff and uh, we'd really, really appreciate you doing that. I'd also like to say thank you very much to our gold sponsors. Those guys contribute monthly to the support of this show. All right, every single month they donate, they pledge to this show. It's called our patron program and it is also available on our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Gregor, I'd like to say thank you. Uh, Scott, thank you. Bankman, I'm Beglin. 
Big Country, Doom, Hank, Chuck Zagrunt, Pop, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Hayabombu, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, Morgul, DJ Gurr, Red 2, Unhani, list is skipping. <laughs> Just skippy, thank you. Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Cass, Frank Gallo, Engineering, Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia of Cars 2.0, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NC, Jetski, Wingnut, J. Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Alfino, Raxnar, Striker, V-Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indy Dandy, Quack Fu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo, 101, Nostra, Silent Stabber, Commander Taylor, Damodarks, Blue Mandalorian, Moxavian, Infinite Key, Maztec, The Professor, Chronic Break, The Egger, Spock the Avenger, and Medic 213. All of our gold patrons, and thank you from the bottom of my heart. It means everything to me. Thank you guys so very much. You've been listening to Talking Trek, a registered trademark, and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your host, Ultimate DJ, saying I'll see you later. Coming up on the show this next uh, Wednesday, we may or may not have a little something to talk about. It's very possible. Till then, love you, man. See you later. Bye-bye.